Well, I was going to write episode three. That's what's taking so long. I suck at writing, and that's just how it is. I get on a topic, I start on a topic, and then somehow magically I'm on another topic. Don't know how it happens. Oh, well, that's my life. But this is episode three. This is my absolute best friend in the whole world. I've known this kid since grade two. That is like age what? Six? Seven. So that would be... Fucking Christ, that was almost 19 years ago, man. Yeah, man, that was like fucking 19 years ago, dude. Fucking think yeah, about... Like, we knew each other back when we were like fucking knee-high to a grasshopper. Oh, yeah, no, it was like... It, you're not exaggerating on that one. I was, just, I was a short little shit. You were a little taller, so... Well, I mean... <laughs> it's genetics, man. Like, you were just a little bit shorter and you had a fucked up foot. Yeah, yeah, that's how it works. And everybody fucking picked on you, and I didn't know why. You were a fucking great kid. And nobody stuck up for you, and I'm almost like, fuck all of you. No, this is not how this works. This man is a great fucking man. I don't care. <laughs> like, so what? He's got a fucked up foot. Fuck you. <laughs> that's all it was, right? A fucked up foot, man. Like, I mean, it wasn't great at it. It wasn't terrible. I don't understand why people hated on me. True. Whatever. I mean, people want to do what they want to do. I don't care. I, I live my life now accordingly. Exactly, right? So, on to the main topic at hand. We on to, yes. Okay. So, off air. Off air. So next thing you know, we're talking. We're talking. We're talking. <laughs> So we need a bit of a recap. Here. We need a bit of a recap. So off off air, this man and I, we we started we started you know reminiscing about the past, obviously, talking about some fucked up shit that happened to us that we're not going to disclose on this podcast because obviously it is too personal to both of our lives. Not happening. So we were on the topic of, you know, what was good in the past. Who was your, like, top, top all, be all, like, top wrestler? Well, we were talking about wrestling, obviously. But, I mean, like, top wrestler, like, top five, right? So, I I came out with a hard statement after seeing Rogan's newest episode with Calloway. And, uh, listening to this man speak more than just a segment, was a God-given gift. Like, any Undertaker so, fan would know that this man doesn't speak more than five minutes in a segment. And that's all you would get. Yeah, uh, I mean, Bear got a lot of his promos for him in the beginning there once he really took over that Undertaker gimmick that... Uh... Um, when we started talking about that, anyways, I'm gonna yeah. get ahead of myself here. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but we were talking about the top, our top five, right? So I came harsh, like harshly, number one taker. I don't care what you, I don't care what you say. That man knows wrestling inside and out. I don't care what you say. 
but that was my number one. He's like, okay, now I'm going to come out with five and they're kind of controversial. So let's start out with the list and then we'll dig into it. All right. So I'm going to, I'm going to throw at least just for the WWF slash WWE. And even though it's transferred over to AEW in that regard, um, Starting off the list, we're gonna. I cannot dispute Taker being one of the best, if not the greatest, wrestler to have wrestled in that circuit, in any wrestling circuit on the Western side of the world. Now, number two, people are gonna hate me for this. John Cena. Oof. People are gonna say why. He is a powerhouse on the mic. People say buries other people's careers. No, he doesn't. You watch these people come out and cut half-ass fucking promos, and he yep. cuts them down to size. Yep. And he's been doing this for a decade. Yep. Number three. I really hate saying this one. I really do. but Because um, he's not that great of a wrestler, but his run is, is just phenomenal. Uh, that's got to be Triple H. He's been holding it down almost as long as Taker has, and he's done just as much stuff as Taker has. Uh, his promos are not very good by any means, at least to me. Um, however, he still ranks up there. Yeah, he does. Uh, he like. He, I, I, I feel disappointed in myself saying that too. It, well, I mean, don't feel disappointed. I I am honestly on your level. When he was going yeah. after Taker at, at, what was it? Uh, 27, 28. Oh, I've got to look that up. Um, I'm going to look it up. Well, no, because that wasn't just the whole 27, 28 thing. That was, uh, that was Michael's trying to break the streak. Yeah. Uh, losing his career. Yep. And then, and then Taker Triple H tried to avenge his buddy, and then they brought Michaels back. It was like a whole, it was a four-year story that they actually managed to tell through WrestleMania. And those yeah, characters were not exactly. I love that storyline. I absolutely oh, it loved it. It took you on. It took you on fucking rides, man. Like going through the throughout the shows was amazing. Well, if there's one thing I've noticed about uh, about like Triple H's work is he he was really good for playing a good villain in a storyline. Yep. He could make you hate him pretty easy. Yeah, so he was a good uh, heel. He know he he knows how to be a heel. If he if he comes oh. out of fight at as, as a baby face, he, you're, yeah, <laughs> like you're gonna get laughed at because you're always the heel. Well, exactly. Like, in any storyline uh, that Triple H has ever tried to play, he's always been the heel. That's yeah. just how he's been. That's his whole career. And then when he tried to go well, babyface, it just as, didn't work. Yeah, well, he started off with that whole Connecticut blue blood thing. And, um, you know, like, no, no offense intended to the guy. Like, it was a great air for, for like, a great stigma around him because of the way he presented himself and that fucking nose really sold it like no offense <laughs> holy shit like you want to talk about sticking your nose in the fucking air that guy didn't just stick his nose in the air he fucking 
you know, he was able to fucking cover everyone in the fucking building from a rainstorm in the event of a fucking outdoor arena. So, anyways, um, you know, he started off with that whole Connecticut Blue Blood thing. He's a decent wrestler. Um, but he it just fell through for him. I don't know what it was. Like, the degenerate was a, was a better fit for him. It really was. Now we have to push on to number four. Okay, so it inter- okay. I want to. I just want to insert this and ask you, what happened to Hogan? You were pushing Hogan off air like so much, and I'm like, mm. getting to Hogan. I put him down on the list. You put him down on the list. Okay, because yeah. we're talking to a like a semi newer generation that only knows like whatever's going on now. I don't watch anymore. That's plain and simple. I stopped watching after, like, the whole, like, flip back and forth between, like, Raw, SmackDown, are you a brand, are you not a brand, are you... Yep, like, if you're gonna be brand versus brand, be brand versus brand. If you're gonna do, like, Swip Swap of Nights, then do the Swip Swap of Nights. Like, I really enjoyed it back in the day of 2000s when it was, like... Monday night was Monday night. Like, these yeah, are the wrestlers Raw on Monday war. night. I, I just remember Raw is war, and I was just like... Yes! Smack, SmackDown <sighs> came along, and SmackDown was really good for quite a while. And then they did the whole brand split, where it was like, uh, you know, they, uh, they actually... I, I don't know if at the time they had separate locker rooms for Raw and SmackDown back when they when SmackDown had first come out, I think they still had their own, like, I think it was all just the whole locker room and they would go show to show, you know, yeah. like a different television. Do you, do you remember I, watching, I do you remember, but, um, but I don't know, like, I, I could be wrong. It's just hard to, it's hard to pinpoint. It's Jenny. really hard to pinpoint. I mean, I was pretty young at that time, too. Like, I yeah, really well, I mean, we watched together, though. That's what I was trying to get oh, at. Yeah. It's like, remember when we used to watch it together, right? Oh, yeah. Like, there was quite a, quite a number of days where one of us would end up at the other's place, and it's like, uh, oh, wrestling's on. Yeah, oh, wrestling's on. Okay. Remember, yeah. remember when I would come wrestling. over? I would come over every Monday and Friday night. <laughs> we would watch wrestling together. Yeah. That was basically yeah. our hangouts, was wrestling and video games. Yeah, it, was, it was awesome. I think Douglas, too, he was always into that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's living out of Aurelia now. Yeah. So, anyways, we're getting off topic here. Um, yeah. <laughs> wrestling? Back to wrestling. Uh, uh, okay, I'm pushing, I'm pushing Hogan for number four. Pushing Hogan to four. Interesting. Drops to four. Okay. Yeah. The reason he drops to four is as a technical wrestler, he's like, he's strong. Don't get me wrong. That was proven when he lifted. When he, you know, Andre let him lift him. Oh, yeah. But Jake also did that too. Jake the Snake Roberts. Well, yeah, exactly. So I'm not going to, not going to say much there. Um, well, and and not to push Cena anymore, but I mean, he did lift Big Show and I think Edge on top of his shoulders at 25. 
Yeah, well, uh, uh, even show, uh, like show put it one way. Uh, he was doing an interview, and he was asked about who was the strongest guy to ever lift him up. And he said, without a, without a fraction of a doubt, it was Cena. He said it was like it was like standing under cement. You know, it was just that sturdy. Just not even Brock was like that. And Brock Lesnar is a beast. Like that guy, if he can't just lift. He's acrobatic as all hell. Like that one time he uh, tried to do that shooting star press, and he ended up landing on his head. That, that was because he screwed up. He was already tired when he did it. But he was doing that before, like years before. It wasn't like his oh, first yeah. attempt at it. It was his first TV attempt at it. He really messed it up. Yeah, he did. <laughs> um, but for me, Hogan just... Like, the only real... He was a great talker, but he wasn't a great wrestler. Like, he, he was... He didn't, he didn't I, have a, a good enough moveset for me. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. Like, off-air, off, off air we were talking about, like, more technical about Hogan. But, I mean, I do agree on the fact that he was a bomb on the mic. He was destroying wrestlers on the mic because he was a quick thinker. Right? Oh, by far. By far. Like, he could... He could... And that brother, like... Oh, yeah, brother. Like, that came out of nowhere. Like, it would just come out, it's like, brother. It's like, okay, hello. It was kind of of like Austin's 316 promo when he was after King of the Ring. It was just like, like he didn't expect it to stick. He was just just like, he was talking about how uh, Jake had cut a promo on him before the match. So he cut the promo after the match. He was just thinking on the fly. He's like, you talk about yourself, talk about John 316. Well, Austin 316 said, I just whipped your ass. Yeah, exactly. Like, like that just blew, like, when he dropped the mic on that, it, the crowd, like, you could see the just, it was a pop right there. It was a boom. Like, when, when wrestlers used to actually, like, really talk trash, like, they would go deep like your absolute when they yeah. used to go deep they used to go deep in the story they used to take your family they used to go like really personal it's like you would actually see cuts blood you know gore people jumping off of shit into into shit like yeah. back in the uh, day uh, of like okay. ecw like raw's war like, all of the Attitude Era. Like, we watched a lot of the Attitude Era together. Oh, yeah. Even if, whether we were together or apart, the best part about that was, is whether we were together or apart, even after the Attitude Era ended, fucking, my dad still had VHS tapes from, like, 97, 98, 99. Do you remember those? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, I just remember that one match China had against one of the guys at one of the pay-per-views, and oh my, she smoked them. Like, you know. I wish I could, I, unfortunately, like, because of the incident, we'll call it the incident, is because of that night, or that day, right, that whole day, that really, really drove me, drove me nuts. Oh, yeah, like, that, that's... That and then it's just coming after the fact of I just lost my dad as well. So it's oh, like, man. I lost the major point of my whole life, like, as a male, 
you draw a connection with your father. And then once that's yeah. severed, that's boom, gone. And then yeah. that happened, and then I had no one. But, yeah. Like, the only one I could talk to about it was you, because you understood what happened. Like, if I yeah. told my mom... Oh boy, like, oh, like, back then, oh lord, oh lord, oh lord, like, oh lord, like, <laughs> just go to your local gas station, hook up a really long hose, start siphoning some of that gas out of the ground. As yeah. As that happens, dump a little on the ground there, <laughs> toss down a mat, walk away. That, that's that, that. That's exactly what would have happened. Either one of us would have told our parents. Yep. Like, it was just like, it was just like, whoa. No, that's and it. That that night. Nothing, I'm just glad nothing bad happened. I'm so glad, dude. But I I was so scared, dude. Yeah. When okay, we'll we'll okay, we'll 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 do little id bits of it. Like when we booked it, and I got home. And I got in the door. I literally got in the door, ran behind him, stood at behind the door, and I was like, I was safe. I was like, I'm safe. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I'm safe. But then I'm like, no, 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 no. Oh, 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 oh. Mm. Yeah. Fucked up foot. No, no. This was the like, downside of being a slow fat kid. <laughs> you can't run long distances and be expected to keep up. But it just is what it is. I'm not blaming anybody. It was just like... Exactly, right? But when I... But I went back for you. I went back. I went back. And I... I got halfway down the road. And you were halfway down the road. Remember? And then all of a sudden... The van turned the corner. Oh, yeah. Then we pick up... So we picked up and hightailed it. It was just like, whoa. Yeah, no, the, I have, like, I distinctly remember that night because it was, it's absolutely burned in my memory. Like, I can't get rid of it. Oh, yeah. You, you cannot get rid of it. No, like, that is a, that is a night I, I relive almost <laughs> yearly now. Like, every, every so often I think about it and I'm like, what? Like, if, if that thing happened like oh yeah life would be very different like where would we be i'd probably be somewhere in uganda <laughs> you would be like named something like <sighs> I know, I know right we have to go over no we have to go over call sign Something with JJ. Well, I don't want to like go like Triple J. Triple? No. Yes, Triple J. You know I would. Oh yeah. Sense, I just have that. <sighs> at, any, at any rate, we somehow got to talking about wrestling to this. Like, are we stoned? 
Yeah, yeah, we are. Yeah, I'm pretty big, dude. I've, uh, I'm ripped. I've been I've been ripped for a while. Like I'm. Thank <laughs> God. Oh yeah, yeah, but that's the joys of it. I mean, but but I mean, I we got through it. I I got you back to my place. Yeah, and that's all that mattered. And that's all that mattered. We got in that door. And, and we got in that door, and life was good. And life was good. I was like, let's go upstairs. Let's go have some cereal. Oh, God. What the hell did we have? What, didn't you have sugar crisp that day? Yep. God, no, 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 no. It was like, um... I remember when we sat down, and we had, we had this... We had to put, like, a big bowl in front of us. And your mom was looking like, aren't you guys going to have supper? And we're like, yep. <laughs> yep. No, because we 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 sat down with we sat down with such a big bowl and we just dumped the whole box and just filled it with milk and was like, mom walked over and was like, are you gonna eat all that? It was like, yep. Yep. No regrets. <laughs> like no regrets. And we ate the whole thing and we ate our dinner. Yep. Yeah. I went I went home. I ate. Can't remember what I had for supper, but I just remember watching Dragon Ball afterwards. Man, this was a messed up day. Yep. And I couldn't remember why it was so messed up either. It was just like, I, like, I knew about what happened after the fact, but beforehand, it, like, I just remember the day being like messed up, so we just hung out at the playground after school, killed time and everything. Yeah. Just, you know, hung out, and then all of a sudden, it was just like, man, this shit's getting, shit's, shit's too nice right now. Like, mm, something's going to, mm-hmm. <laughs> See, I, I can't, you know what? I honestly think that incident's what started that whole line of thinking for both of us. <laughs> because, no, we bounced the idea off of each other. We were like, should we go home? Because I I, I, I think it was either one of us that was like, should one of us go home? Because we had to tell one of our mothers. Because they were they were connected. They phoned each other. They yeah, talked they, to each other. They They knew. Yeah. Oh, they knew. It was weird. Yeah. It was like, weird it was how much they knew. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, that was that's the life of a mother, though. Like they're they're gonna understand. Like we're yeah. not we're we're kids. We're stupid. Like obviously we're saying oh. shit out loud. Like blurting it out. Like I don't know how many times. I don't know how many times we would get into wrestling at at your place. And then it would just swears galore, swears galore. It was just say whatever the heck you want. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I blame the Lomans for that one. At any rate, I think we better get back on track with this wrestling bit because I was gonna name that fifth guy, and it's just like I, I keep, I keep getting it and losing it, getting it and losing it. Okay. So who's your fifth? So let's let's recap the list. Taker, number one. Cena, number two. Triple H, number three. Number four. Yeah, question mark. (laughs) And then number four was Hogan. Yeah. Number five, Brett the Hitman Hart, by far. By far. You want to talk about a technical wrestler that had decent mic skills and made anyone he worked with look really good? Yep. Like anybody? Yep. Brett Hart. Yep. Uh, even in like even his few matches in WCW, I mean they were great. He was very distracted, but he still made his opponent look like they were working just as much as he was. 
Even when you could clearly tell they weren't. Oh, yeah, exactly. So He made every effort. Yeah, but I mean, okay. So as a, as a Canadian, like Canadian kids, obviously we're going to love Bret Hart. Like he's yeah, going to be on man. our list no matter what. That, that has nothing to do with Bret Hart. I could have picked the Japanese guy. Well, to to me, it was it was it was the 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 like I was Canadian, he was Canadian. Hey, he's on TV. He's Canadian. I'm Canadian. Why can't I be on TV? You know, like it was that it was that kid thinking. It was like, ha, oh, like it was the I I wasn't very literate. When I came when I came towards you guys. You guys told me a vocabulary that was like. It was out there. It was out there. Yeah, me too, right? So, uh, I'm just noticing that your audio's gone to a little bit crap, but that's fine. Oh, okay. How's this? Oh, it's fine. Whatever. No, it just sounds like you're in a bubble. That's it. Oh. Well, my phone does that from time to time. I don't know why. Yeah. Are you trying to talk through the Bluetooth headphones? No, no, they're not hooked up right now. My Bluetooth isn't even on. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. All good. So, if, if I was, you'd see them in my ears. Well, whatever you did, you fixed it. Weird. Yeah, no, that's weird. Weird. <laughs> my, my Bluetooth headphones are in the other room right now. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Well, well, this is a this is a good time for like a little pee break. If anybody wants to go for a pee break. <laughs> oh, I'm all good. Oh, well, I'm just readjusting my seating position. Oh yeah. Oh. Might have to actually get up and go get the mixed veg. Why use ice when, you know, mixed vegetables adhere so much better to your face? Freeze them, throw them on, let it sit. Relax. Goddamn. This tooth pain is absolutely killing me. How? How? How did I know? How did I know this was going to happen? Deja vu. Oh, yeah. Man, I, I've always had bad teeth. Not the worst, but 
That's the original point of, like, how you reconnected was, like, it was, like, oh, I, I was, how you doing, buddy? I'm, 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 I'm having a little bit of a toothache, but how you doing? Yeah. Oh, man. I was, like, really, that's your opening line to me is, like, hey, how you doing, man? It's, like, haven't seen you. I'm just checking up on an old buddy. How you doing? I'm having a bit of a toothache, but, you know, it's, it's all good. <laughs> just slipped it in there nonchalantly, like, just, <laughs> to be fair, like they're gonna pull my two wisdom teeth and a molar in one shot. So I told I told them based on the one molar because they did like ha a, half a root canal. They just had to like finish it off, kind of thing. It's got Ooh. a temporary filling on it right now. Uh, let's just say the sensitivities are starting to get really high, and then I broke my one wisdom tooth. That's right why. That molar. That's why I stopped going to the dentist. I've always so been. Anyway, I've been really good with my teeth. I'm just going to speak about this little topic for a second because you brought it up. So yeah. I've always been really good with my teeth. I've always, you know, brushed my teeth because as a, as a kid, I got it drilled in my head, like brush your teeth, brush your teeth. Oh, like, yeah. it's like, man, like if you don't brush your teeth, like in a, you know, 12 hour time. No, oh, yeah, it's, bad for your teeth very it's bad bad for your teeth to not do that like um right now i actually have to use a sensitive like a sensitive uh, a sensitivity toothpaste there we go Jesus. yeah there's the word i'm looking for yeah um but uh it's actually arm and hammer it's got baking soda and a sensitivity yeah uh, aspect of it yeah. it's actually from the makers of origel so it, it's fucking awesome but interesting um, I've been actually, yeah, no, I've been actually trying to look for a good toothpaste. <laughs> yeah, there you go, there you go, Arm and Hammer. You can find it at the damn dollar store. Oh my God, that's oh funny. God. You know what's even funnier? There's a Dollarama literally like, if I point this way, I'm literally pointing at the Dollarama. Like okay. if I walk oh, literally nice. out my door, right, and 50 steps to my left, I'm at a Dollarama. <laughs> oh, that's nice. You know what's awesome? I don't even have to put a jacket on in the middle of winter to go to my dollar ammo. Underground tunnel, buddy. You know, I honestly just want to walk outside in a t-shirt right now because the weather here, everybody's like, oh, it's so cold, oh, it's so cold. I'm like, I've lived here for years. Oh, a little bit longer than that now. But I mean, I've lived... Uh, I think four, almost four. Uh, I don't know, four and a half? Four, four, four. I lost count. So between three and a half and four and a half. Yeah, let's, let's just say that. Okay, so I've lived here, and he, you don't get that much snow. I'm sorry, you don't. They're no, running don't. They're running snow trucks every, like, every week at, every time it snows. Almost at midnight, at the dot, it's like, and they're running salt through their streets over the nicely bricked out road they just put down. Oh, yeah. You know what's awesome? If one of those plows catches an upright brick and that brick don't give, <laughs> it's really funny what happens in a snow plow comes to a sudden stop when it's going 70, 70 kilometer an hour. <laughs> That's why the speed limit on the road is now 30. <laughs> 
Even still, 30 kilometer an hour, that's a lot of, that's a lot of weight. Yeah, they're carrying a lot of weight and a big metal blade. Oh, yeah. If that catches and that goes sideways, that's into one of our buildings. Oh, yeah, it doesn't take long for that to happen either. Like, if I, if I point, if, if, if I put the camera out the window, you would see, like, the building across from me. Like, it's, it, it's almost like you can touch it. It's so close. One of the guys I worked with at Nelson River, he was working in the uh, one of the dumps, uh, like one of our concrete dumps. So, anyways, he was in a he was in an excavator and he was crawling up the hill, and it, the the slant was like he said it was something like that, and all of a sudden he so he pulls his phone out and he starts filming it. And he's on Snapchat, and all the. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is the sequence of events. So he lock he locks it in. He puts his phone down on like right above the console. So he's just walking, walking, walking the excavator. All of a sudden, the thing just starts to start. Let's go. This starts to slide down the hill. He digs his bucket in. It's not he's not biting at all. Like he's just he's just sliding down the hill. He slid all the way to the bottom of the hill. His tracks were sideways halfway down the hill. He almost rolled that thing twice. He's like, nope, nope. <laughs> <You> can't. <laughs> he sent me that video. Like, it's, it's panic. It's like a minute of panic, like, bucket movement and, like, just freaking right out. What the fuck? Just, you see his bucket sliding onto the ground. The excavator's just going backwards. Okay. You know, video ends. He comes... <laughs> He comes back, like, like, two minutes later, he sends another video. It's just him at the bottom of the hill, and this big, long... <laughs> like, that's, that's the kind of stuff we have to deal with in a deep freeze here. When it comes to running equipment, it sucks. At least we can run our plows at 70 kilometers. Yeah, because you actually have paved roads. Yeah, we have to build them decent. Well, you gotta you you gotta move here and teach that to them. Like they put brick with no cover. No flattening, no epoxy, no clear, no flattening thing. It's just jagged bricks. They just did a rough level. Like they didn't even like rough level it. No, they level. They def. No, they definitely leveled it. Like they, like whole whole thing is leveled. Trust me, it's leveled. Yeah, that's good. I wonder if they're, like, right on the rock base there, because if they're right on, like, bedrock or something, then maybe that's all they can do is like, skip the sand down and raise the road up a little bit, and that's that. Well, yeah, maybe, but, I mean, maybe build it something out of, you know, something that's a little bit more solid than something that can just yeah. out of the road. <laughs> well, yeah, the thing is, is that if you got rock up your there, then you're going to blast it. You can't blast in depth, and that don't work. I mean, you like, can power I mean, wash it, though. It's, like, cemented it's together. It's, like, I don't know how they did it. They just, it's, like, compressed or something? I don't know. 
I'm not a, I'm not a road builder, but I mean that ain't how you build a road. I come from you know over there. Yeah, where we had to start building the roads privately, and people started worrying about truck construction so long. Oh, you don't think you're building it right this time? Like, dude, I pulled out, uh, we pulled out Maryland this year. And um, so, to be very clear about this street, it is very old. Like, we were pulling streetcar tracks. Or not, well, not the tracks, but the wooden support beams they put in the middle of the streetcar tracks that used to run through Winnipeg. We were pulling those out. Um... The the asphalt, like, our size to cut the concrete, because we had to do it half at a time, so you cut the concrete at one point, and then you dig it out, and that's the or you pull the concrete up, ship it out, dig out your section, and then you can just keep doing that down the road. And uh, so we cut the concrete out, or so we thought. These saws that we use to cut this concrete have 30 inches of, uh, of a cutting length. Mm-hmm. They can cut 30 inches of material. Oh, that ding, that was my phone. No, I'm trying, I'm, I'm still trying to find my remote. <laughs> oh, I lost it this morning and I'm like, I swear I put it somewhere and I think I just looked at it. I swear to God, I just looked at it. <laughs> We do that all the time. Nope. Uh, nope. Nope, it wasn't. False alarm. Uh, Not the remote. Where am I going to no. find my remote? <laughs> you know how many... Okay. That's why I got a roaster TV. Let, let, me, let, me, let, me go on a, let me go on a little bit of a tangent. This is... I'll, I'll also try and hook it back into wrestling. Because I want to get back on that. That was the whole point of this. That was the whole... Ah! I love it. It's... I love... Okay. Let me just take a minute and just appreciate this this man that has come back into my life. Somehow, out of no reason, this man messages me out of fucking nowhere. I fucking... I appreciate you as a fucking human. You're the... You're my best friend. Oh, Triple J, like, oh. that's going to be, like, that's, that's, that's literally, like, the, that is, that is, Triple J is your nickname to me, like, that, no, that's, that's how it is, <laughs> but, uh, Placement doll without you, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, fuck. Just um, reflecting back, it's just... Thinking about the past really reminisce. Like, it brings a smile to my face. Like, the times yeah. we used to hang out was just, you know, pure brother love. Like, yeah, it was just, it was like, awesome. we would hang out, we would play Nintendo, we would play, you know, Atari, we would play... That's right. That's where I got my love of video games was at your place. Yeah, we had the... Uh... 64 and we had the Super Nintendo at 1.2. Yep. I would bring my Nintendo 60. I would bring my Nintendo 64 over. Yeah, yeah. 
I would I, I would pl- calling sixty four. Oh my god. They tried playing that and I just couldn't get the grasp of it at your place and I was like, what? <laughs> I just couldn't get it. It was cross eyed half the time. I was like, dude, and you I can do it. You can do it. It's like, come on, you can do it. It's like just didn't want to do it. And I'm like, alright. Like, I don't know what's going on. Did I sit in something? Like, why is my leg wet? Hmm. Oh well. Anyways. If your leg's wet. <laughs> if your leg is wet, you may want to check if you'll be yourself. No, I'm good. It's just It's just the way I had my <laughs> my sweats rolled up. Um oh. it's it's that weird like sweat that, you know, builds up in in the rolls and then you extend oh. the, the, the pant leg and then it's just like Ugh! Oh, just it's just like the the sound of wet nails going down the chalkboard. It's like. Oh, don't remind me of that. That hurts my teeth thinking about. <laughs> like, oh god, that was one thing that me. that and Velcro. I've never understood why, but like you could drag nails down a cord, or or pull a strip of Velcro, and it's the exact same thing to me. It makes my I feel like my teeth, man. That's the only way I can describe that sound like creeps. <sighs> Through every nerve in the back of my neck and face. Exactly. Ugh. Like, oh. But I mean, yeah. you've been uh. my best friend for, like, it was it was weird how we reconnected back in the day. Like, oh yeah. Out of the blue, we reconnect back at the same high school. It's like, <laughs> wait, what? And it was like, Jaden. Triple J. Mm. Is it? Mm. It's funny actually. I was I was talking with my uh, my grandmother about you, and she she kind of like I think I know who you're talking about. I can't remember if I if I ever met him or not. But I was like I can't remember if you met him or not either. But I can tell you right now that. If, even if you did, like, I, I still remember talking to you about him. And he's like, she's like, oh, okay, I think I, yeah, yeah. I mean, slowly she'd start to come back. Or, yeah, she remembers. Yeah. Do you remember the bowling alley? Yeah, where I couldn't, I couldn't keep my feet beneath me to save my life every time I throw a ball. Yep. Yeah, that was bad. I can't remember how many gutter balls I had. You know, that was actually the, uh, you know, I was actually coming to your school. Because I just had moved back from British Columbia. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. Or maybe I did and I just forgot. One of the two. That was, it was late. It seems it was, it was late October 2002. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no, it's familiar now. Sorry. Because. a little of Fritz. I've been smoking a little too much. Well, I mean, I don't know why my family disagrees with where we were on September 11th, but I mean, they, they're like, how do you remember? You don't remember. I'm like, I remember standing in front of the TV, sitting in front of it, big screen TV, and it was just plastered all over CNN. Like, that was yeah, CNN news. Like, poof! Yeah, I don't know, though. You just, 
Like I know we I know we saw it. We didn't like watch the planes fly into the towers. I know that for a fact. We didn't watch it live. Oh, I did. Why we didn't watch it live is because we had school that day. I went to my grandparents after school, and that's when we saw the coverage of it. Because that was it wasn't too long after the second tower had got down that I got there, and all of a sudden I'm like, yep. "What's on the TV? And why is there smoke? And why am I watching the twin towers come down? Yep. What the fuck are the twin towers?" Yep. But I mean, I had a, I the reason I stayed home that day was because I wasn't feeling well because I didn't want to go back to school. Oh yeah, that's right. You weren't there that day. Shit, that didn't even occur to me. I just remember going to school and just like, you know, regular day at school, and then all of a sudden I come to my grandparents' place. I think it was around lunchtime actually that I got there. I don't think it was. Uh, I don't think it was after school. I think it was around lunchtime, and uh, that would have been about when the, just after the second tower had come down, regardless of the time frames. I wasn't in Winnipeg. Oh. Oh, that's right. There you go. October 2002. Okay, I'm getting my time frames mixed up here. Yeah, it's all good, bro. All good, bro. You're good. <laughs> not, for, not for me. I'll, it's not. Trust me. I'm <laughs> still big to shit. I'm... That bull... I'm good for, like, a, at least another hour. I'm probably good for about probably three. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna have to go for a nap. I only got three hours of sleep last night. But... Oh man, that's cr- well. I mean, you've been working hard though. Like road construction is well, yeah. damn hard. But, I mean, like I'm I'm on EI right now. That's why I'm able to sit here and talk with you. Well, and yeah, so, but I mean, that's that's I mean, the situation right now. But I'm I'm just relating back to the job, not talking about the vid. Oh yeah. Whoa. But, uh, no, fucking, yeah, road construction is hard work. You want to talk about some nasty stuff? I work base crew. I don't do concrete, okay? Yeah. I do, I pull the concrete, I help dig the road, and after, I'm, basically, I'm the guy on the tape measure to make sure we're still on point. All our slopes are good, everything like that. And then uh, we put cloth down, and then we put the rock in. That's what we do. Yeah. And um, let me tell you, when it hits plus 30 degrees, you're always undermanned. You got a deadline to meet. Yep, you got to go. <sighs> got to get um, it done. Puke and rally is the easiest way I can put it. To, me. I mean, uh, to, to give you some perspective about how my boss runs us, yeah. he's ex-military. Yep. I, I, well, I came, well, I understand military because I, I, I did cadets. <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah, 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 you think that's good. 50-some-odd-year-old ex-Polish airborne. Oh, no. Oh, no. I am so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you see? I see it. Everybody goes, oh, yeah, that's military. But no, he's ex-Polish airborne. Yeah, no, no, that, yeah, no, like I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, like, if, if, if you're, you're, like... The, the differences between Canada, like North America, let's just say North America and Europe, like the differences between the two are far between like anything. Like, 
Europe was built a long ass time ago. And it was founded on war. Exactly. Like, really. like So um yeah, I know. To get to get things very clear, this guy at one point he told me a story because I was bitching about a toothache the one day. And he said it's really bugging you that bad. And he says I'll go get the pliers and rip it out. And I'm like, no, you're not going to do that. I'll go see a dentist. And he looks at me and he goes, see, what happened was I ripped all mine out, and then I wish I'd seen and got the dentist. Says, what, what the hell happened to make you rip all like all the side of your mouth and your teeth out? And he's like, oh, me and one of the guys were training CQC, and I was like. Oh, yeah? What do you mean by that? With knives. I was like, oh? He says, yeah, and the guy hit me in the fucking side of the face with the butt of the knife, broke all my teeth, so I kicked the shit out of him. (laughs) Whoa, Mark. What the fuck? Well, I mean, when you actually... Okay, when you're actually... Before, like, with with all the roots still in his mouth and everything, he used to swish aftershave to try and kill all the nerves before he finally got it dealt with. And when he finally got it dealt with and had all his implants put in, he said, that's the last fucking time I'm ever going to the den. He hasn't gone back since. That was 20 years ago. Oh, my God. Oh, my yeah. God. He took a knife to the face. Like, that's the, the that's the, like, that's the only thing I'm OCD about, is my teeth. Because I've been oh, OCD yeah. about my teeth since I was a kid. Because it got drilled in my head. Oh. And, like, but... To swing everything back into, you know, a nice little... Uh, let's go over my top five. Ooh, I never... Off air, I never said anything about my top five. Yeah, you only listed Taker. I only listed one. Now, listen to this list. To make a list, you have to understand what the list represents, right? So, I'm going to split my lists into Canadian and American. Well, how you you changed accents for that. (laughs) That was perfect. It was like, Canadian? American. It was just a perfect spot on. <laughs> so, Canada and America. <laughs> Top five of both. Top five Canadians. Now, let me pull up a list of, uh, let's say, top Canadian WWE wrestlers okay famous canadian wwe wrestlers that's what i'm choosing all right so it chooses the the list is bret hart chris jericho of course edge christian kevin owens owen hart roddy piper lance storm uh he he who shall not be named Starts with a B. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our last name. The the B. the avoided one. Yeah. Yeah. This still happened. 
We we watched it. Art from the Arts. Um, Dwayne Johnson. He's listed under like okay. Yep, it says Canada WWE wrestler, so it's actually mixing all of them. Or this oh. is Canadian. I don't know, but I mean, there's a mix. Well, I mean, I think. Unless this list is actually longer than I think. Trish, Trish Status, uh, Sami Zayn, uh, Kenny Omega. Oh, Omega? Kenny Omega, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Kenny Omega. Uh, Pat Patterson, Stu Hart, um, Natalia Hart, obviously. Ginger Mahal, uh, Bobby Roode. Jim Nyhard, Rick Man Martel? Sorry. Um I'm not even Rick Martel. Uh, Rick Martel, yeah. Um Eric Young, Tyson Kidd. I mean this list is fucking in depth. What the hell? Holy shit, how long is this list? Okay, I'm not listing all of them. Let's just let's just go off of like the first five. How about that? Bret Hart, Chris Jericho, yeah. Edge, Christian, Kevin Owens. That's the first five. Mm-hmm. That's at least what I see. So, my top five Canadians would be Bret Hart, number one. Don't care. Edge. Mm-hmm. Edge, number two. Kevin Owens, number three. Christian, number four. Jericho, number five. And I'm putting the, the hometown boy last because, bruh, you you know how to cut a good promo, but you weren't allowed to do it in the brand that you were, so you made your own. Right on. AEW, uh, like Jericho went there. Yep. They gave him a better deal. And AEW allows the... Uh, Allows the talent to have a little more creative uh, pull with their character. Yeah, like that. That's why I'm kind of. I I I want to get into AEW, but I don't have really anybody to speak to about it. So if you want to like, you know, slip me slip me some texts. That'd be well, nice. You, you remember how well AEW? You remember how they had uh, Dean Ambrose, Lunatic Fringe? They had that whole Shield thing going on for a while there. Yeah. Well, Dean Ambrose yeah, has is... a different moniker in AEW because he got banned from WWE. Uh, he's under the name of John Moxley now. Yeah, John Moxley, yeah. And he, and he actually had a huge beef with uh, with uh, Jericho. Ooh. Like, yeah, there was a big thing about it. Or not, like, not, like big news or whatever, but it was a... Uh, Interesting you know, storyline. Storyline about it. And, uh, and then... I can't remember who Kenny Omega's wrestling with, but if you ever have the chance to check out Kenny Omega's stuff, yeah, he's a really, really, really good wrestler. Is he? Okay. And he's a Olympic boy, so. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah, like uh, him, do like I know Jericho him? Jericho actually praises Omega for his. Skills. Whoa, 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 whoa! I think I might. I think I might have met him. Yep. Wouldn't surprise me. Yep. No, I met him. I worked with him. You met Kenny Omega and you had no idea it was a EW wrestling. Yep. He's been running through, uh, they call he it. He started in Winnipeg. Indies. 
What's that? I think he started in Winnipeg. Yeah. I yeah, I worked with him. Oh nice. I think I I, I think I even did a match with him. I was a fill in. Hmm. I was uh I was a crowd pumper, but they didn't like how I pumped the crowd. Because I fucked up. Oh. But oh well. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> I was I was gonna I was gonna try and slip into wrestling like just a little bit. I was like, yep. And then you know they they were like, no, you got you 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 messed it. Why would you why would you say that? And it's like, okay, awesome. I screwed up. Let's not do that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's hard to bomb, man. But the the key is is you have to get back up and keep on trying if you want to make it in that business. It's real cut. I uh... back in the seventies and eighties when uh, like Taker was getting into it. I, if anybody has watched the the recent Rogan podcast with Mark Calloway, yeah, he mentions it. He was saying that like you know he got trained by this guy. He managed he sold everything he owned to make like two grand to go get trained by this guy. Yep, and yeah. The guy shows up basically naked to the door. What are you all you guys doing here? We're here to get trained. Oh, shit, is that today? You know, fucking, and they just ran him ragged, tried to run them all off. Yeah, but I mean. And the taker got scammed out of 2000 bucks, and it took him, I think, I think you're saying it was like almost a year before he finally got some actual professional. Yeah, but I mean, not to, not to speak about another podcast on the podcast. Oh, yeah. I guess that's plugging something that neither one of us own, and that's not good. Well, I mean, we plugged, we plugged a little bit of it, but I mean, like, eh, this is... Hey, you're allowed to talk about it. You're allowed to talk about it, but I mean, like, let's let's just, re- like, remind the audience that that is a different podcast that we're talking oh. about, not on, like, we're also speaking, yeah. you know, in general terms, not to, you know, offend or, you know, hurt anybody. But, uh, yeah, and we're not trying to tell Taker's story for him. Yeah, exactly. Like we're t- we're just we're just two two buddies talking about it. Like that's the yeah. Like we're not trying to steal a story. That's what we're trying yeah. not to do. And that's what we're like trying to play this word jujitsu around. Like. Oh yeah, you, you want to talk about some finesse word jujitsu is the correct way to put it. Like holy. Yeah, like word jujitsu is like. That's what you gotta play. Like that's what you gotta play. Every conversation now is like a word jujitsu. It's like, wow, wow. at what point am I gonna piss you off enough that you're gonna fucking flip your shit? Yeah, exactly. Well, if there's one thing I've always, I I used to think in, in like high school and everything is what's the point of the English program? Like it makes no sense. We already know the English language, and then when you grow up a little bit. And you hit like 20 years old, and somebody says some seriously incomprehensible shit to you, and you're like, man, I really wish I would have studied that English course. <laughs> to this day, I think that thing is probably one of the most useful, uh, useful courses out there, no matter how stupid it seems. It's so hard to, to play word jujitsu without actually having studied the language fully exactly right like i i even want to just pick up a dictionary and just start reading it like a is ah e is eh. like (laughs) yeah like 
Eminem, man, that's how he got to be such a wordsmith. He, he literally sat there with a dictionary and a thesaurus. There's pictures of it on the set of 8 Mile. That's exactly, that's exactly what I'm referencing, is 8 Mile. That's exactly what I'm referencing. Yeah, you just, uh, dictionary and thesaurus, uh, yep. look up a word, go to the thesaurus. This is, how, this is how, this is what it means, this is how I use it. Bam. Like, if it's <laughs> in the dictionary, I can use it. Like... You know, Eminem actually probably threw out the dictionary after so long. So if you listen to some of his rapping, especially when he's drugged. Oh, like, dude, oh. I have not stopped listening to his stuff. Have you heard, listened to his new stuff? I've tried to, but you know what? I just, I can't. For me now, it, it's, I'm more of a rock and roll guy. Yeah, I, like, I can, I can see it. You, you grew up with a, you I, grew up with a lot of rock. You, you had a lot of rock influence. Oh, yeah. Well, I, like, I grew up on Motley Crue and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, like, I, like, I remember, like, your house would, I remember the stench of cigarettes. Oh, yeah. Cigarettes. Like, you just walk in and it's just, woof, like, it just catches you. Yeah, you, you breathe in for a second and then you realize you have bloody cancer already. And you take a second breath and you realize that the cancer killed itself. Yep, it's like it's like just. It's like that's that's what we were that's what we were subject to as a kid. It's like oh yeah, we'll just smoke in our basement. Oh, Fuck man. our kids. Fuck our kids. People wonder why I cough so much now. It's like well, I smoke. I've got kale dust, and I was raised in that. So I mean, yeah, exactly. I'm lucky because I'm doing all that great right now. You listen to me cough sometimes, that's like, ooh, you all right there, buddy? You got to live? Can you get some air in you? Is <laughs> air getting water? in, at least? <laughs> oh, air gets in. Like it, it just sounds really messed up. It's like... <laughs> yeah, like that. <laughs> it's like, it's just like... <laughs> um, yeah, first thing in the morning, especially during the summertime, because I smoke a lot in the summertime. Oh, same. Generally, I buy two cartons over the course of a painting, and that lasts me the next Oh, oh we're, we're talking about cigarettes. No, I don't speak. I don't smoke cigarettes. I oh, I, I, I smoke a lot of cigarettes. I smoke a lot, a lot. I smoke a lot, a lot. It's like... An ounce in the summertime. Okay. When you're... About a, about a week, maybe two, depending when, on how much overtime I work. So when you don't smoke marijuana for your whole teenage years, every time you guys would ask, I would say no. Yeah. Every time. And then you guys understood. It's like, if you want to come, it's like, there's totes, there's, there's totes waiting for you. I'm like, I appreciate the offer, but you know what? That's just one decision I'm not going to make. I'm just going to walk the other way. But now, being of age, you know, I actually smoked my first actual, like, bowl up from a pipe at the uh, McPhillips Street Station tracks. Oh, that's hilarious. Yep. That's that's awesome. I've actually never been to the McPhillips Street Station uh, casino. 
Never. No? Oh, dude. I've played VLPs. That's it. I've never played a slot machine in my life. Nothing. Dude, I would go there on my lunch break at work because I had at least, you know, money to throw around. I was like, you know what? 20 bucks here, 20 bucks there. Not, you know, come come home with like 100 bucks. Why not, right? One one lunch hour. There was a McDonald's in there, right? They, they had a built-in McDonald's at the time. So I'm sitting at the slot machine, right? So I put in my 20. It's a Greek, it's a, it's a, like a Greek mythology kind of slot machine, kind of. So it has like, you know, Athena and, you know, Zeus and, you know, Thunderbolts and, you know, big flashy. I just like bright and Greek mythology. So I was like, hey, perfect. So I put my 20 in. Slink. Nothing. Slink. Nothing. Slink. Nothing. Slink. Five bucks. I'm back up. I'm back oh, up. Yeah, Slink. Let's go. You know what? Half of it down the drain. Slick, half of it down the drain. Well, now I'm right back to where I was. Okay, well, I'm already here. It's 20. I'm doing the 20, so why not? Boom, you know, I pulled out 50 bucks. Oh, nice. I was like, that meal at McDonald's was free. Um, that's awesome. I was like, and you know what's funny is... I started off at five when I first got to the McDonald's. That's hilarious. I won off of five, 20 bucks. I cashed it out, got the bill, and was like, well, I already paid for my McDonald's. Why not? I didn't have this before. Put it in, pulled out 50. Walked away. I was like, I'm a king. I'm a king. I just tripped, like, I just, like, ten times my money. There you go. Like, I spent like seven bucks on a on a McDouble and fries and that was my lunch. I walked home. I was like, "Sweet, all right, life's good. Life's good." Like, I just went up the slot machine. I'm going back to work. I'm not gonna be late. Like, I was I was high on life. Oh yeah, one of my buddies uh, from from Nelson River there. Like the construction company I work for. Yeah. So anyways, he, uh, we went out after work the one day. We all got off at 5 instead of our usual 7, 7.30 spiel. So all of a sudden we get there, Bear sit, our buddy Bear sits down for a drink with us. Says, I'll be back, you guys. You know, it, uh, don't worry about me. And he walks up to the waitress and he pays her. Like, That's weird. Then Bear takes off. He comes back two hours later. We're all three quarters in the bag by now. We look at Bear. And he comes in wearing all brand new shit, all price tags on it. He went to the fucking casino. He put 50 bucks in the slot machine, spun it three times, and came out with 275 bucks. Went, got himself a new fresh pair of kicks, went and bought himself a good supper at Red Lobster, came back, bought us all a round of drinks and brand new fucking clothes. No way! Like... Brand new sneakers, brand new fucking pants. That's so amazing. Dirty from work. Dude. You just look it's fresh. You know how refreshing it is to go on a on a lunch hour or like just after work, pull up into the pull up into the casino with like twenty bucks. And it's like I I'm I'm good with my money. I'm, my bills are paid. This is an extra twenty bucks that I could probably, you know, like like just throw to the wind. 
why not put it in a slot machine? Put it in a slot machine and you might get like 150 back. You never know. Like that's 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 the probability. But it's it's the life of the probability that you'll get caught up in. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is is that you always got to take into account that if, you know, when you start spinning, it's really easy to get lost in that money to see how much you're up and down because you have your baseline set. Like yeah. Focused on that, on when that number is going to hit zero, zero, zero. Oh, exactly. But then once so, it hits zero, 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 you feel lost. Now, exactly. speaking of speaking on lost, let's flip it back on my countdown now. Oh God, yeah, we got lost <laughs> again, didn't we? You know, you know, your viewers are going to be looking at this, going, "Man, this is this is crazy." Yeah, no, this is going to be like a crazy ass full. Hour 30 minute full conversation of just random shit. Because uh, this is going to be Triple what? J. This is going to be episode, like, series one, episode one of fucking Triple J. Like, I have a, I have a, a series of kicks. That's my, that's my buddy out in another province. That's not your province. But uh, we've already recorded. We're trying to work out another time that's why there hasn't been another episode um today was a perfect day because the lady of my life has you know other stuff to do other than me so yeah so gotta go take care of the gotta, gotta go, go take care of the gotta go take care of the personal life go take care of the personal life like go go do it yeah so she's she's off doing her stuff and uh it was just perfect timing. Like literally you, you messaged me last night. I was like, how about tomorrow? Let her know. I was like, man, let's do this. Like, I was like, should I record this? I'm like, what do you feel, you know, comfortable being recorded? But I'm like, it's triple J. He's going to be chill about it. <laughs> you know, uh, do you know Robert Mark from Surgeon? He's an older kid. Really scrappy, like he, he really, he really like big lamb chops a lot of the time. But he was the, the really tall guy. He was uh, kind of about my height. Really big pothead. Usually hung out by the green box. He didn't he, actually no. When you came to school, he was already out of school. He'd just come by every once in a while, get weed and stuff like that. Yeah, probably. And I, I didn't hang out much with your crew because that's I, that's what I knew you guys did with you guys went outside and, you know, did your thing. Yeah, oh, no. Bob was – Bob at that time was actually pretty messed up. He's pretty mellowed out now. But, uh, no, but he's – like, he streams on Twitch, and I've been on – I've been on his stream a few times. Nothing major. Yeah. Just well, like, I mean, it's just – really PG stuff. It's, it's like you know you gotta you gotta watch the the, the conversation where it leads. You know, uh, try and try and watch the profanities. The profanities. Oh, the profanities. Um, but I mean swearing. I don't care about. Obviously, um, there's a disclose. There's a there's a trailer that you can go listen to. This is obviously episode three. Um, I have a trailer. I have two episodes out. Um. The second one is just, you know, personal story. Just one of few. Um, 
but then I go through some politics in that one too. It's like, but I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a ride. If you if you want to listen to episode two, listen to episode two. If you want to listen to episode one instead of episode two, do that. Your choice. But I mean, this one's gonna be fun because he's all over the place. Yeah. Well, let's not talk politics. Politics is a bad subject to get into because me and my buddy always argue about politics and it always gets heated. And. Uh, yeah, it's just... It gets heated first, because I'm always the one to call him out. I'm like... I know! It's like... Your thinking right now is very interesting. Like, your thought process in between thoughts is just... I don't know where it's going. Like, you're losing connection somewhere. But, I mean... That's any conversation is like when you when you try and you know word jujitsu it, and especially you're not trying to offend the person, you're just trying to have a conversation. You know, you're not trying to get heated. It's like, how how do you talk about politics in a in a good way that you know is like not like the the whole point of politics is you know to run stuff. If you don't it's talk funny. about running stuff, well, then the people who run stuff don't get ridiculed on running stuff. I yeah. think now people are starting to realize with the with the U.S. politics and how much influence it does have on Canadian lives. Like it's it's a full swing. Like we 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 flop back and forth. We're like we're Canadian. No, we're like. Canada with a yeah. like Americans with a with a t-shirt of Canada on our fucking self like this, 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 this. yeah we're like we're like the rednecks in the north exactly that's all we're, we are, that's all we, are. we're the, we we are the northerners if if the U S were to build a wall like build the North Wall we're the northerners yeah you know what we're gonna do we're the North we're people gonna, we're gonna wait for winter to come in. We're going to put a big mound of snow up against that wall. <laughs> Just build it up. You know what you should do? Take all of the plowed plowed snow throughout the streets of Winnipeg, put it up at the border of U.S. and Canada, and just no, dump it there and make a big, huge mountain. <laughs> that's, that's a great idea until you realize that most of southern Manitoba drains into the Red River, and we have a very, very, very low floodplain. Like, which way does it flow? North. Does it flow north? Yeah. Runs into Lake Winnipeg. Comes through the Dakotas. Oh yeah, true. It comes up through the Dakotas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, the land itself actually slants down towards the lakes. Kind of like, uh, it's, it's a big glacial cut. The lakes are the deepest point. Yeah, it's it's just the, the, the ice is receding. That's the that's yeah. the last of the ice, ice age is that northern part. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, it's just slanted down and slid past all of us, and now it's just, you know, finding its way into the water, which is not yeah. what we want it to do. Yeah, well, I mean, at the same time, I mean, like, 12,000 years ago or something like that, um, we experienced a massive, like, like a catastrophic 
uh, climate change. It basically flooded the whole Sahara, et cetera, et cetera. Well, I mean, yeah. Are you are you talking about uh, what happened in in Europe? Uh, whatever started the Younger Dryas period. Oh, I was talking about recently. I was talking about like seventies, eighties. No, no, like uh, I'm talking like twelve thousand years ago. Oh, okay. I was talking like yeah. recently. Well, I, I'm just talking. Well, I'm talking. Uh, if, we're, if we're on the subject of climate change and how drastically things can go, like just that one event in and of itself changed the entire look of Africa as it is today. And uh, which of which event are you talking about? Um, again, whatever started the Younger Dryas period, which younger, is just a what what period it, is that though? Like what BC? So somewhere around. 12,000 BC or something like that, 10,000 BC, something like that. Okay. The reason why it narrows down to that is because that's sometime around the end of the last ice age. All of a sudden, everything, the, the entire mass of the climate shifted from cold to hot. Yeah. Uh, like the ice caps were pretty quick. Uh, it's, it's all pretty theoretical from what I understand it to be. But it makes more sense than not because no, it I does. No, it does make sense. I cannot find any other justification for having thousands upon thousands of tons of sand on top of whatever, or on top of the stuff that is buried in Africa. You want to? You want to hear my theory? I've got lots of theories on Africa. Oh no! 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 I'm talking about like way back, way like when it started, like how it started. What was the cause of the break of the Ice Age? Um, some theorize it was a comet. Comet impact. I yeah, I could see it. If okay, so if if you if if you think about it actually like as a as a ball in front of you, right? Mm -hmm. The Earth is a ball. I'm sorry, it is. That's to a point. Yes. Well, I'm, I'm just talking about the the ones that think it thinks it has an edge. Oh yeah, it's a ball. New birthers, as I'm starting to call them now, because <laughs> <laughs> that's the next step. After that, they're gonna tell me tell me the Earth doesn't exist. We're all in the matrix. We're all just a TV station, man. We're all just a yeah. TV station. Perfect. Okay, man. Okay, just why don't you go smoke another bowl? <laughs> That's not weed that he put in there, man. Don't tell him to go smoke another. Go get superpowers. Oh, no. Especially in this city. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh. but, Especially uh, with the Red River. <laughs> go take a, go take a swim in the Red River and then see what you come come out like at the other side. <laughs> Well, you're either going to be one big brown stain or you're going to be one big popsicle. Yep. <laughs> either way, I don't want to look like you. Yeah, I know, right? Jesus. Yeah. But to uh, sure. swing, it, swing it back on my uh, countdown, U.S. So I, I see the issue now with the list before. So let's just, let's, let's just say top five. Let's not split it between Canada and U.S., you know. Let's not segregate it. Yeah. Uh, let's go full full top five of the past, let's say, what era? 
Last 30 years. Last 30 years? So that, that would be Attitude Era till now? Uh, starting in 1990. 91. 91, so who was wrestling in 90? That was like uh, Stone Cold, uh, Taker, Rock, Brett. Sting, Ravishing Rick Rude. I mean, they may not have been wrestling in the main, in the main like American circuits, but well, I'm just trying to like, I'm just trying to general like, if we have a list of ten, I'll give you five. Oh, I got mail. You got mail. Uh, just trying to think, like Jake the Snake Roberts. Okay, I'm gonna grab a, a actual pen and a paper. Okay. Yeah, actual pen and paper so this one's gonna be actually a, a quite a long one i'm sorry this is gonna go past the hour th 30 minutes i don't care i want to go longer so so give me a give me a list of 10 wrestlers in the in the past well starting in 1990 right okay so give me a give me a list Way to throw a Sting on there. Okay, Sting? Yeah, Sting is by far. Okay, so first Sting or, like, second Sting? Uh, pick one. Okay, well... Whichever, whichever you prefer. I, I actually liked the new Sting until, you know, Seth, you know, ended his career. Yeah. Oh, uh, I thought, I thought, no, Sting's got a whole thing going with AEW now. Or at least they were planning on it. Well, I mean, if he does another return, I'll definitely watch. <laughs> yeah, okay. That is one man I will watch. <laughs> um, Actually, you know, Sting ended Rick Rude's career. Uh, really? How? Yeah. The Fukuoka Dome. The Fukuoka um, You, you want to re yeah. refresh me on this? Uh, I believe it was 90. It was 91 or 92. Yeah. And what had happened was, is uh, the stage, like the the main, like there was the ring, and then there was the staging area around the ring, and then there was the concrete and the barriers and the fans. Well, that stage, that little. Well, yeah, the barriers used to actually that. be solid. The barriers the actually cement. used to be cement. They you they didn't used to be this piece of shit like falling foam crap. No, like the, no. Uh, at the time, they were using the uh, steel reels like they do at concerts to like separate the uh, security area. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. It's like they were actually barriers. Like that was a barrier. Yeah. Like that was a metal barrier that you did not cross. Uh, if you if you crossed that, you knew you were getting thrown out. Like that was a that uh, was wasn't the, just that you were getting thrown out. Is like, oh, you'd be lucky if you didn't get dumped. Well, I mean, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, the wrestlers would probably throw you in the ring, and you know, just. Well, just oh, yeah. beat on you. Yeah. Oh, and they wouldn't stop until you were you were unconscious. Yeah. No. They um, they they would knock you out and then you know push you out of the ring and continue on. Yeah. But um, I mean, okay. So happened, Sting, Sting number one. Okay. So Sting and Rude. Sting, Sting and Rude. Yeah. Rick. Uh, Sting like Rick Rude. Rude. Uh, what happened with that match though was uh, the. Like, there was the mat, and then the, the stage area was elevated off the concrete. So, when Sting went and he did a flying dive out of the ring, it was about uh, 
probably about eight inches to a foot of uh, clearance from the actual concrete from the edge of that stage. And Rick Rude went flying back first onto that and then rolled onto the concrete. Oh! I think he, I think he uh, well, he fucked up. Oh, yeah. Let's, let's just say that hurt the back a little bit. Yeah, like I feel it. Yeah, I feel that I too. Wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't even there. And, and Rude still won the match. He pulled through, but that ended his in-ring career because it got me paralyzed. Yeah. And it was a rough match, man. Like, there was a lot of stiff shots. They didn't like each other. Okay, so we got Sting, Rick Rude. Uh, Owen Hart. Owen Hart. You want to remind me because I don't remember much of Owen Hart's wrestling. Oh, he was... Uh, he was actually more acrobatic than uh, Brett. Oh, really? In a okay. lot of respects. So he, was, he was a bit better of a wrestler than Brett in my eyes. Um, he just got stuck with a lot of really crappy gimmicks. And... Well, yeah, because he was probably the, the, the fall guy. Too soon, man. Too soon? Oh. <laughs> yeah. I've, well, it's yeah. 2021, man. It almost happened like 50 years ago. Like, when it's it too soon. But, uh, yeah, no, that was all Russo's doing. Vincent Russo, who was writing for WWF at the time. And get this on TNA Roddy Piper, who is actually related to Owen Hart. He's his cousin. So, I don't know I'm definitely know. putting Piper on. We're definitely yeah. putting Piper on. But. Uh, there was this whole thing where uh, originally Piper and uh, Russo were going to, you know, they were going to do like a little bit of a work together, like a Piper, uh, you know, uh, a Piper's Pit kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, Piper called Russo out and he's like, oh, so you're the one who killed my cousin. And he even like said the name on, on live TV. And Russo kind of backed into a corner at first, and as soon as Hot Rod turned his back and was like halfway across the ring, uh, Russo came at him from behind, and there was luckily there was two other guys there that had come down into the ring, and they restrained Russo, and he was like, there was supposed to be a whole angle and everything, and Roddy was like, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. I can't trust this guy to save my life. Like, he'll gouge my fucking eyeballs out after this. Yeah. I made him look like a total prick. Sorry, I just got um, a, a, a notification on my... Fuck, where did that go? Oh, shit, I just... Ah, I fucked up. Uh-oh. Sorry, I just got emails. Um, also being a little bit in school, too, so... Oh, yeah. School working. Oh, that's how it goes. Well, do you, do you, you, get, you get ups, you get downs. Yep. Um, but, I'm gonna think of so... Hey? We gotta think of another few guys here. Yep. Uh, we got Sting, Rick Rude, Owen Hart, uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper. Big Show. Big Show? Oh, yeah. So, should we put the fucking Big Five in? No. No. Oh. That's where everybody's gonna expect it. Hey. I like it. Okay. Okay. Um. Okay. Oh, I want to pick a couple from the women's division because they're, 
Ooh, okay. Are we doing Kurt? Phenomenal, and we haven't even touched on it yet. I know! The women's division is a fucking fire. We haven't even fucking touched that yet. Uh, Melina was one hell of a wrestler, but she just couldn't get along with the locker room, which she caused a lot of heat backstage yeah. from all the stories I've heard. Uh, apparently the whole locker room, guys and girls together, got together for wrestlers' course. And, uh, yeah, apparently they all stood there and just, like, fucking called her down until she cried. Because she what? was such a bitch. Yeah, <laughs> apparently she couldn't change with anybody else or nothing like that. I don't know about all, all that is true. I just stabbed myself with a fucking staple. Ouch. Yep. Oh, yeah, that got me good. Well, the good news is if I wanted to check my blood pressure, I could do it. There you go. Prick your finger. Yeah, well, I don't have a, I don't have something to check my blood pressure with, though. Oh, well, it's all... I just stab myself in the finger. For no reason. <laughs> <laughs> when you don't want it, it happens. When you want it, you just don't want to do it. No, exactly. Um, yeah, we got to throw Melina in there. Oh, okay, okay, Melina, okay. Um... I was I was gonna try and you know split split the genders. As oh, as yeah. as mean as it is, it's like you kind of can't you can't compare male physique with a female physique. You can't. It's it's just you can't. I can you know what I can I can fully get behind that because uh, you want a great you got a you want a great example of this combat sports. Fallon Fox. There was a whole controversy with that, like big time, and that's not that's not a shot at trans people. That's like she trans like she transitioned, didn't disclose that she had transitioned from a male, and just went to go fight women. Now you ask me, that's not fair. If she would have disclosed that, and these women would have gone, yeah, I still want to fight her. Yeah, exactly. Like if you would have disclosed that to the women's league, then. Exactly. The thing was, she didn't disclose it, and she absolutely annihilated these women. Oh, like, yeah! Fight? Well, like, yeah, you, you're, you're literally running through the... T you're, you're literally... You're literally that one bully that went into, like, a grade three class and was like, uh, let's push around this kid. Uh. Yeah. I mean, you know what? It's, it's like, I don't want to compare Fallon Fox to this. I think, I think honestly... Like, uh, technically, uh, from what I saw of the fights, you know, like, not really the most technically sound fighter at all. Well, that's... Got her ass handed to her on the one occasion. That's probably why she changed! I'm not saying that, because if we go that far, then I'm going to get in trouble, and I don't want to do that. So. Well, I mean, I said it. Oh, well. Yeah. Yeah. No, fair enough. You said it. Um, <laughs> no, it's just like... like <laughs> If you if you disclose it, I don't, don't have a problem. It's then everybody's choice if they want to fight you. Exactly. This is what it is. Like but if you're gonna if, if you you're gonna sneak your way it, if, you, if you want the limelight that bad, try a little bit harder. Yeah, you know I'd almost uh, I'd almost be in favor for an entirely trans league of, of like actual like. Yeah, like I would, I would totally, I would totally be down for that. If if there was a league that was understood that these are just fighters fighting, doesn't matter male female male male female female doesn't matter. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it flat out too. 
I'm going to say that it shouldn't be a strictly trans league. I'm saying that it should be a trans-focused league. And you should be able to have normal, you know, binary people, cisgendered people, be able to go. And I hate, sorry, I hate all the fucking pronoun terms. The sad part is we use them every day, so we don't have a choice but to use them now. Oh, you guys have to use pronouns? Not us, no. Like, no, not by freedom of speech. I just don't want to catch black, man. It's oh. I thought you meant, like, they implemented you have to use pronouns. I was like, no, they huh. tried to do that in Canada, and Jordan Peterson flipped the fuck out, and that's the reason why we don't have to do it. He's like, you're infringing on our civil rights and freedoms. It's not how that works. <laughs> and they thought they had to take that in stride and go, yeah, we can't pass this bill because yeah. it infringed on our charter of rights and freedoms. Exactly. Because it forced us to call them by these pronouns, and that's not. That's not to say that they shouldn't be respected like that. Exactly. Right? Like if if you want if you want to disclose to me before the conversation even starts what your pronoun want like if what you want your pronoun to be and pronounce yourself as Miss or Mrs. Last name. Yeah, like always always The words that I'm looking for are hard to describe, so I'm going to put it very simply. Well, I mean, there was no there was the whole confusion on Mr. and Mrs. because it was spelt the same, but not. It's yeah. M-R and M-R-S. Yeah. That meant you were a Mr. because you were married or a Miss, like a Mrs. because you were married. Yeah. M-S meant you were divorced and you were just a Miss. Or you, or you weren't married yet. Or you weren't married yet. Like, that was the whole yeah. disclosure. And MR, Mr., was just... You a fucking dude. You're a douche. You're a dude. You're a mister. That's it. it. Especially if you're from Jersey. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm taking that shot, and I, I'm rolling with it. I don't care what they have to say. That's going to be like that episode of South Park where, where Kyle's mom goes full Jersey, and they're all going to be showing up at my door. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck. This is why I wanted to go I longer. Fuck it. Like, I j fuck. I j I j like, this is why, uh, trust me. Like, this, th th if they made it this far in, I, I love you. Like, if you made it an hour and 34 minutes in, mm, you're just in for more of this. Like, this is going to be in, like, another at least 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to cut it off in two hour marks. I'm pretty sure I have something to do today, and I can't remember what for the life of me. Okay, I have to so... get that on track, because I know I have to make one more phone call in a bit, but I don't know what to do, so... Yeah. So, let's get back Let's get back to the list. So, oh, let's yeah. put Melina in a different yeah, category. Different let's, do, let's do male category, female category. That's it. So... For male category, we have Sting, Rick Rude, Owen Hart, Roddy Roddy Piper, and Big Show. So let's complete the males, and then we'll move on to the 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 best the best category, the females. Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> okay, I was wondering when that name was gonna come up. Man. Come on, Jaden. There's more. You can pull a couple more out of your fish. Um, 
British Bulldog. Why didn't I mention that before? Oh, yeah, Davy Boy Smith. Um, Kane. You know, I was just thinking Kane. Yeah. I was like, who am I missing? Kane. <laughs> Rhino. Rhino and Lesnar. Rhino and Lesnar. Okay, that's it. That's it. We'll stop at Lesnar. Yeah. Nope, I don't care. Uh, I'm not putting Goldberg on that list. He is not a good wrestler. He's a monster. He was meant for squash matches. That was his no, 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 no. He's still technically sound. That was proved by wrong by William Regal. Stephen Regal at the time at WCW. Watch the match. Fucking six minutes of Regal just trying to try to get Goldberg to do something. It looked he made Goldberg look like a total fool. Uh, well, I mean that's his like, his young like, career though. Well, yeah, you're gonna suck in the beginning if you go all the way back. Like, look at him like recently. Look at the stuff he's done recently in recent years. That is a man that knows wrestling, has watched technical wrestling. But, I mean, he didn't do much, though. Unfortunately, I did watch the matches. He didn't yeah. do much, but, I mean, he was still technically sound. Oh, yeah. He, he is, he to a point. He's got, he's got the spear and the jackhammer. That's well, it. I mean, yeah, I mean, but, I mean, like, he still knows how to pump the crowd. That's, oh, yeah. that's. That's something that, that will never leave that man is that crowd. Like, he has that, once he walks out those doors, that, if, like, if um, Rock and him were to do a thing. Brock and him? No, Rock and him. Oh, yeah. Uh, Most electrifying man and Goldberg. If they were to do, if they were to rekindle their flame right now at their physique... Oh, yeah, don't get me wrong. If you were to have it just like a straight powerhouse match, like... Yeah, like straight technical only, like, stand-up, technical only, like, no submissions, no holds, like, straight fight. Like, no weapons. Just, just make it a boxing match. Yeah, well, not really boxing good. match, but I mean, like, do a wrestling match. Like, a really sound wrestling match in a cage. Goldberg's not built for it. Even he said that. Like, he's not... He's not that technically sound. I really hate to break it to you. Like, he's got his moves, but that's it. Those. Yeah, but nobody's taught him how to move. He's a big man. He's got a lot of muscle. The muscle's in the way. He can move. You can... You just have to... You just have to teach him how to go side to side. Side Mm -hmm. to side. Like, you gotta teach him lateral. Instead of it's like to, front back, know, like me after after everything I've seen out of Goldberg, and uh, like his last match with Lesnar, oh my god, I couldn't stand it. Nope, me I've neither. Seen, it was it was literally just spears, jackhammers, yep, and suplexes, yep, and one up five, yep. And I was like, Goldberg, man, is this all you're capable of? And then you start looking at some of his interviews and the stuff he talks about, and that's it. Yeah, exactly. 
I mean, don't get me wrong. He does his moves very well. He can he can pick people up, hold them up, and slam them. He can he can make the crowd like. Well, I mean, that's also the fi- the 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 physicality of the other person, though, too. You have oh, to yeah, keep well, yourself up there because yeah. all he's doing is holding your fucking pants. That's all he's doing. You have yeah, to have the balance to have your neck in the middle of their arms. You're balancing mm-hmm. in their literal cradle. That's where you're balancing. It's like you I have to balance there. Yeah, I mean, you can do it. But I mean, for like two seconds. Look how look how much he got Lesnar up and then straight back down. <laughs> yeah. Well, you want to try and do Big Show? Holy crap! <laughs> Watch his knees shake. Yeah, I know. It's like. <laughs> yeah. Took him a second to really get show up there. Like he was, he was pretty gassed out. On well, I mean, once that. once he got him up, like it's the, it's the initial up though. Once once show yeah. is up, you got him up for like three seconds, and then you got to bring him down. <laughs> yeah, and it's hard and it's hard to get that angle properly without dropping him. Yeah, exactly, because you have to rotate your shoulder. It's not even the rotation of the shoulder. It's the rotate. It's the full rotation of the upper body through and through it's it's hard do you actually know what they're doing in that in that go he's literally just cradling he's putting his arm underneath your neck and cradling it as you fall so he's literally putting you in a submission hold and then falling on his own arm and then your head is not snapping back as much yeah so it's a it's a it's a headlock, and then he's grabbing his wrist, and then it's the other person that, you know, hops up a little bit, and then it's, you know, the strength of the person plus the core strength of the other person lifting yeah. up, and then they hold because you're, you got your head in, in this fucking cradle, and then it's just falling back together as a unit, and then... You have to buckle your knees so then your both your shoulders hit at the same time. Yeah, well that's an over the top sequence. Well, yeah, over the top, yeah, but I mean yeah. like he's he's also rotating and putting his arm underneath your head as you fall. Yeah. Well, actually, it's more it's it's more of a full body motion to really get that rotate full rotation. Well, yeah, because he has to fucking throw you down, but he also has to throw his hand from your hip all the way around your your shoulder and cradle your neck. I mean, you can just let their weight do that. That's not like that's that's the hardest part about that is letting their weight do the work for you. Well, it's also like cradling the neck because you don't want the head to snap. Well, exactly. Once the head snaps, they're done. Like whatever, like that guy, whatever happened to Enzo Amor, whatever the hell his name was there. I think it was his first live TV match or something like that. And he got thrown out, and he went to go slide out underneath the ropes, and instead he found the second rope with his head, and then he came right down to the mat, like slammed his head. They ended up having to carry him away in a, stre- in a stretcher with a bad concussion. Yep. I was like, ooh, that sucks to be you. <laughs> I actually watched that. That was awesome. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, that was awesome. The, the speed at <laughs> which he fucking went. 
The speed, the, just the speed of what, like, he was here, and then he was here. Yep. It was like, boop, boop, boop. <laughs> like, boop, boop, boop. Like, <laughs> like that's how, that's how long his career started and ended. <laughs> Yeah, like, ding, ding, ding. You know, he talked all that shit, too, and he was just... I know! Oh, my God. Like, have you ever seen any of the stuff he posted, like, from, like, live streams and stuff like that? Oh, my God. It wasn't just what he posted. It's what a lot of other people posted, too. Like, well, I mean, he's also fucking a little nuts, too. He just run his mouth. Yeah. He just run his mouth nonstop. And I mean, I get it, you know, you're trying to stay in character, too, but, oh my god, it just, it just made him so unlikable. Was like, because he was so over the top with it. Well, he was just over the top in general. Well, yeah, because he was so over the top with it. He came out, and he was, he was just, his way, all the way, like, you, your opinion didn't matter, and it's like, that's how it was for him. Yeah. At least for, I'm like 99% sure that was all, that was most of his character. But like, that was most of his character, but nobody liked the I, character, I, so then they thought the character was the person, so they started, you know, hating on the person. Well, because that's, that's the thing with... The character gave the person. Well, I mean, that's the game that wrestlers play, though. It's like, once you step out of that ring, you're now not the person you're in the ring. Like... You're oh, yeah. a completely different person. That's what like people don't character. don't understand is how to turn off that TV switch. Like, I see you well, in I see you on TV, you and then I see you in real life. It's like, holy fuck, you're really here. Oh my god, let me take a fucking picture. It's like, don't do that with Scott. Stein. Shake the man's hand, you fuck like. Just shake his hand. Say you touched yeah. him at least. Yeah, and a lot, of, a lot of guys like they'll be cool about it. There's the select few though. It's like you just don't approach them. Scott yeah, no. Schneider is one of them. You do not, you do not approach Big Papa Pub. He's the kind of guy who keeps a low profile, and uh, if you see him, don't even point him out. Yeah. Because you'll get fucking screamed at. You want to make a scene by fucking pointing him out? He's gonna make sure he makes a scene out of you by threatening to smear you all over the floor. Yeah. <laughs> Like that's that's actually something that I've heard from quite a few people that have uh, heard heard stories about that, or they've seen stuff online, like of stories that you know people have met him and they just got like completely eviscerated when they got screamed at by this guy because they just he didn't want to talk to them, he didn't want to look at them, he just get the fuck away from me. And. Uh, Another interesting point that I was going to bring up, I actually kind of forgot about it, was uh, it was the point of uh, Undertaker there. He never, like, kayfabe was such a thing that it never, uh, what the heck's that? What? Hey, you just see me turn the camera. And well, like, yeah. Oh. It's my cat. He's sleeping. Oh, lucky you. Passed out. Yeah, he's just curled up right there. Like, I can't get a cat in this place. It sucks. Well, I mean, I was, I was... You know, fortunate to get him. Yeah, that's good. Um, lost my train of thought. Oh, Undertaker. Undertaker. He never broke character. Nope. Because he he never broke kayfabe. Yep. No. Nope. He never broke kayfabe. Like you you were you didn't talk to Undertaker. You didn't talk to Taker. 
Unless you were like at a meet and greet, you didn't talk to Taker. Yeah, and even then, he barely did anything. Like, he like barely did anything. He might give you, like, a handshake, a, a signature, and, like, maybe a two-minute conversation. That was it. Like, yeah, he had, no, he he had shit he to, to do. Like, you knew that man worked. Like, and for him to go so long in the WWE and stay with the WWE... Yeah, he was loyal through and through. Like, he was absolutely loyal to WWE through and through, through, uh, like, the brand splits, through the Monday Night Wars, like... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, that whole thing was just straight war. Like, it was war between between two brands. Yeah, it really, it really was, because... Like there was a, there was a lot of stuff that would happen outside of the tapings and shit like that. Exactly. Like, none of it was ever really caught on tape. I, I, to this day, I still don't know if Degeneration X ever actually did show up outside the arena, like the, the Nitro Arena, because they were both in the same city. Yeah. But. Uh, I think no. Uh, I think that, they did. They actually did I, crash that party. No, they, they didn't. Like, the, the invasion angle was a work. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, that whole thing was a work. But uh, I don't know if they actually got that Jeep driven up there or if they were just, if all they had was filming rights on their property. Yeah. That was it. Because if they, all they had was filming rights on the arena property grounds, then they can't leave that with Oh, yeah, true. Or the camera. I mean, like, the only way you can leave it with the camera is if you have it shut off. So... But that all depends too, because it depends on if you need permits to do that. Oh well, yeah, but I mean, like part of the leasing agreement, like I don't know. Like there's this big, huge, like legal battle bullcrap. Like everybody doesn't want to deal with legalities. Like if 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 I say something that offends you, I'm sorry, but I said it. It's legal. Illegal. I got free speech. You got free speech. I'm using my free speech on a podcast. That's it. You would be wrong. You do not have free speech. I can't remember how it's worded in the uh, in the Charter of Rights and Freedoms, but it doesn't allow it doesn't entitle us to free speech. Well, it, 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 it's, something, it's something about the freedom of expression. Freedom of ex- yeah, it's, it's the fucking freedom of ex- expression bullshit. Yeah. But we can't get away with like hate speech or anything like that. You know, yeah, like, but my 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 speech like isn't that. hate speech though. It's not hating exactly. on them. Like, I'm not hating on anybody. It's just I'm yeah. I'm pointing pointing fingers and you know joking about it a little bit. Yeah, that is perfectly fine. But uh, the, the outside to it is that like Canada we actually are do not have freedom of speech that's well yeah that's a an american thing states. that's something that's something where you can drop whatever whatever you want to say as racist as you want to be you can say that and post it online and you cannot be targeted for a lawsuit just because somebody got offended. yeah here on the other hand it can, it can be considered hate speech and the crown can press charges on you yeah but it's not like, hate speech how is it hate speech yeah my tra- my trailer points out the fact that uh, anybody who comes on this podcast denounces all titles and all shit, and then you know 
if they want to make an alias or use their real name, then, you know, that's up to them. Like, I, I chose not to use my real name because, obviously, I want my, my privacy kept private. But, I mean, like, I'll still speak about personal shit that happened to me. But I'm not going to, like, say my real name or, you know, where I live or, you know, the, the city I live in because it's just... I don't want no crazy bitches knocking on my door going, I want to suck your dick. Like, no. No, 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 no. no I'm going to grab the shotgun if you don't do Like, like that's I all you'll no, hear on the other side of a door. Like, I have no problem shooting you in the face. I have that's a target on, on the other side of this door. What's that? <laughs> I have a target on the other side of this door. I'm going to shoot the target. Yeah, through the door. Through the door. If you're on the other side, I am sorry. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> Fuck you. I warned you to go away. You don't want to go away? <laughs> dead by now. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that I've would... Always wanted, I've always wanted to have, like, a, a, like a series of uh, rifle, like, bolts... So that when you you can actually cock them back or whatever, like I don't need this, I don't need the fucking barrel, I don't need the firing mechanism, I just need to be able to make the the like the sound. And this way, if anyone ever comes into my house, the first thing they're gonna hear is about three of those things go. They're gonna be like, oh fuck, and it's not illegal. Oh fuck. Actually, I don't know if we're allowed to own firearm parts without a pal. No, we're not. We're not allowed to own firearms without a, a license and a legal place to store it. And we have to have a metal container with a like a, a good solid lock. And you got to have, you know, all your ammo and guns in the same container. I got a story for you. Okay, let's go with the story. Let's go. Okay. So, you know where St. Adolph is? I think so, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, anyways, we were cruising, me and a buddy of mine, we were cruising down by there, and so we're coming up past one of the mile roads. We were both out. To be fair, we didn't incriminate ourselves because we didn't actually drink and drive. We hadn't had any yet. But I had, I opened the case of beer. We were going to go up a couple of... Uh, you know, mile roads and whatever, just to take that back to his place because he lived not too far from that area. So I was like, okay, we'll go for a ride, whatever. So we grabbed the case of beer, and we're just about to turn onto one of the mile roads, and all of a sudden the guy ahead of us, I'll just see him stomp on the brakes. So we stomp on the brakes, and all of a sudden I'm like, what's going on here? And I got this case of beer in, like, the center area of the van because that's where I was kind of trying to grab the beers from. And as soon as I grabbed the two and I looked up and I'm like, what's going on? I just seemed to all over the road and I was like oh no put this away tuck that in behind the seats uh, John you got some tape yeah okay take that back up so anyways we get what had, what had happened was is somebody there was a head-on collision they clipped each other on a head-on and both vehicles ended up tearing the tires out of one of, you know, out of each of their wheel wells on the driver's side. The other car 
the, the one car was missing uh, one of the rear tires. Like, it was bad, man. The, the lady in the one car, she had a broken arm. She got the worst of it by far. The other dude, so we come out, we're like, we get out of our cars, we're like, what's going on? And then a couple of the farmers that live nearby, they come out and they're like, like this had just happened. Yeah. Not even five seconds ago. Like, he just slammed on the brakes and all of a sudden I just see debris, like there was still stuff spinning on the ground on that. So my buddy parks his van kind of cockeyed on the road. So yeah. So he can, uh, you know, kind of just stop traffic from getting through the one way because it's going to back up either way. There's nothing we can do. But, uh, so we're, we're facing, we're facing towards the crash scene in his van. And then all of a sudden I see smoke start coming off the road. It's wintertime. And I'm like, you should not see smoke in wintertime. The guy in the Aveo, he was drunk. He fucking hit her and he was putting his car like, and it was, it was a standard. So he was conscious of what he was doing. Yeah. So first reverse, first reverse first reverse he's trying to get out of there he had no clue that his car was that messed up and he, like so anyways we come up to the window and the guy's like what's going on uh, and you could tell he was kind of playing it off like he, like he knew he screwed up and like do you know what sir do you know what just happened he goes no no i don't know what happened he says, you've just been in an accident you have a minor cut on your head he says it's bleeding not too badly we can give you something for that for now do you are you okay? Are you able to move? And the guy goes, yeah, I can move. He says, I can get out of my car. I said, we prefer if you just stayed in your car, sir. And he started getting out. Well, okay, I guess we got to help him out because he wants out. Oh, and uh, he, oh, his windows were all shattered, the whole nine yards. So we help him out. And then his truck pulls up on, on one of the mile roads. And he gets into this truck after going to see the lady. And he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I had a couple of beers and this, that, the other thing. He was drunk as a scum. It gets better. It gets, uh, actually, it gets worse, I should say. So, oh, fuck. Cops show up. We see the star's helicopter. It flies over top of us, the cops. They're, ta- they're trying to find the guy now because they can't find him. He's walking around, walking around. Finally, somebody pointed him out the truck. Cops go talk to him. They find out where his vehicle is, which one was his vehicle, because at this point, the lady was out of the... Uh, out of the car, they had the jaws of life it, and they did that fast. It was like, well, yeah. The top was on. She was out. Her leg was all messed up. Her arm was broken. Uh, they didn't end up airlifting her. They took her in an ambulance. Um, but oh man, the amount of snow that bird kicks up! Holy crap! It was just like ice pellets, helping you in the face. And then, uh, so then, all of a sudden, we look over and we see the officer reach in to the passenger side door. At this point, it's like an ambulance has showed up and the guy's inside, the guy who crashed his car was inside the ambulance. And all of a sudden, we see the officer reach in and he pulls out a loaded handgun, drops the drops the clip out, pulls the bolt back. They see the bullet fly right up. He grabs it. He's like, oh my God. Thank God we got him out of his car. If he would have snapped on us for any reason, he could have shot all of us on sight. Yep. Yeah. Like, it was just like, thank God. But the thing is, is that he has no legal reason to have a handgun around there because there's no gun clubs in that area. And that's a restricted firearm. So in order to use that... You need to be... You need to be a licensed member of a gun club 
And you, every time you transport that firearm, it has to be in, I think, in a case, three separate containers at three separate like locations in your vehicle. So you can't just like unlock your stuff real quick and put it together and then load it and shoot people. Yeah. Uh, and then you have to call the police and tell them the route you are going to take, what time you have arranged for to get or like to get to your range and shoot your gun. And then you have to arrange like everything. This is how long I'm going to shoot for. This is how long it takes me to get there. This is the route I will be taking. This is the route I'm taking back. This is how long it takes me to get there. Okay, so so any so any like any anything to basically cover your ass legally. Like this is I am carrying this. Any cop that pulls me over knows I have this. Yeah, it pops up on your plate. Yeah, basically, from what I understand. Yeah. Because it's information on your uh, on your uh, record. Yeah. So, but I think they only get like a little, a tiny little entry. Each entry has like a description underneath it. But yeah, you know, it's like transported firearm or something. I don't know what it looks like on paper. I'm not that educated, but I know that's something along the lines of how it is. At least that's how uh, everyone I've ever talked to that's either owned or knows somebody who owns a restricted firearm in Manitoba, you know, knows. So, do you yeah. need a hard out? What's that? Do you need a hard out? What do you mean? Two hours. Oh yeah, yeah. I gotta, I gotta get my shit together here. It's fucking twenty after three here. All right, but all right, buddy. It was, it's been a pleasure talking, and uh, I know we got like way off track. Like, yeah, we got way off track, but I mean, like this. We. We haven't talked in God knows how long. And I mean, people are going to be like, what? what? Okay, this is kind of entertaining. What? At least that's how I feel conversations go around me. Well, I mean, that's how all conversations are going right now. Like, oh, fuck, what are you doing? What are you doing? Oh, fuck, hey, man, like, how are you doing? Like, yeah, like this is me. literally the first time we have talked since high school. Yeah. Since graduation. Oh, well, yeah, since high school. Yeah. Because I didn't come to the party. Remember? I can't. I can't even remember what part. I can't even remember the part. Prom. I didn't go to prom. I didn't go to prom either. I ended up on. Uh, ended up on my buddy James's deck on the west side of Winnipeg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, I no. Everybody else was partying inside. You weren't allowed to. You weren't allowed to smoke inside the house. Oh well, yeah. I was partying on deck, smoking, and that's just what I did. I, I sat there with a bottle of booze and I drank until I was drunk. And then I woke up at 11 o'clock the next morning so dehydrated that I, I could have drank half the ocean if it wasn't. <laughs> so, oh uh, yeah, that was that was a fun time. Three quarters of a bottle of whiskey on an empty stomach. Don't ever do that. And no, it wasn't a 2.6. It was a 66. So, you win some, you lose some. Exactly, buddy. Oh, Sorry. Bud, well, I'm going to let you go. Yeah, no worries, buddy. Hey, okay. it was it was awesome reconnecting. You have a good night, yeah, buddy. Man. Peace out. Yeah, you as well. Peace out. All right, so that is the podcast. I am Mech Circles. Let me just do a little fucking, you know, five, ten minutes here. I got, you know, I'm not doing anything. I'm just sitting here. I'm eating my toast. That I made like fuck hour ago. 
I'm baked as shit. Still. It's fine. But. That's my choice. Anyway. This has been episode three. That was Triple J. One of my longtime best friends of like. 20 years. Like I only have two people in my life that I can say that. Like, a friend of 20 years. Like, I have only two people. And, you know, it just stems out from there. He's He was one of my best friends from, you know, elementary school. He, I stuck by him. He stuck by me. We were, we were brothers. We did everything together. It's, uh, now thinking back, it was, it was, it was a hard time. I was going through a hard time. He helped me through it, uh. I honestly owe a lot to him. He, uh, he helped me through a lot of emotional pain, let's just say that, um, along with, you know, the friends at the time that were, you know, later to come, obviously. Um, it was because of that school I went back to. that I was able to go back to BC, I believe. Actually, I'm not sure where I was. I think I was in BC. Hmm. But this has been episode three. That was Triple J. It's it's all over the place. Honestly, it's a it's a it's a blessing that he was able to reconnect. It's a blessing that we're able to reconnect with our friends. It's a blessing to have you know internet. It's a blessing to have technology. A lot of people don't, you know, sit down and appreciate the things that we already have. Like, I have this laptop that I bought with my own money that I do everything on. I do my homework. I do my work. I do, you know, I do a little artistry. I do a little illustration. You know, I play my games on here. I play my games on my Xbox. Like... I have an Xbox, um, but I mean, that doesn't invite you to in, invite me on Xbox. I do not want friends on Xbox. Uh, my personal account already has friends. If you try and add my personal account, I will not add you. Um, if you find out my personal account, then you've gone too far. Um, I'll leave you with this quote from this amazing man that I know. And I'll just, you know, generalize it. When you go through ups and downs through life, 
It helps to control yourself and what you do. You are the master of your own demise. The demise you set out in front of you is the words you say. Your vocabulary hurts, and your vocabulary makes people smile. I understand that. I fully understand that. I don't need anybody to explain to me that, you know, words hurt. I understand that. Um, I've already explained a part of, you know, the history of, you know, what is the mystery that is mixed circles. But the quote continues like this. Through the ups and downs of life, you have to control yourself. And through the calculations of day to day, through your interactions with the people you meet and the people you, you know, talk to, um, through those interactions, you will learn a lot. But it's what you do with this learning that, you know, will either benefit you, benefit you, sorry, um, or, you know, hinder you. It's, it's how we were raised, um, and I can't speak for how you were raised, but I can only speak for how I was raised. And how I was raised was by myself. Um, yes, I had hands in my teachings and learnings, but ever since a kid, I've been, you know, doing my own thing. I've I haven't wanted to hurt anybody. I haven't wanted to, you know, offend anybody. Um, I, I believe this world needs a lot more empathy, compassion, understanding. Um... And it's just a miss. We just... We need more love, and to find love in your life is difficult at times. Living in a studio apartment by myself is, you know, hard through COVID, but I'm using this platform as many great other podcasters do just to express an opinion. And if you find offense to my opinions, I'm sorry, but through the calculations of your day-to-day, um, you will find basically who you want to be. And I try and strive to be the best person I can be. And that was a motto that was put up in a elementary school that I grew up at. Um, it was painted on the wall, be the best you can be. Um, and you know, that, that symbolized a lot. Um, Be the best you can be, like, honestly, like, treat everybody with respect, just like you were wanting to be treated. Speak to somebody like you were wanting to be treated or speak spoken to. If you raise your voice, I'm going to raise mine. If you speak to me in a calm tone, I'll speak to you in a calm tone. But the point of Evel... Or Evel the point of elevation is what I'm trying to say is when somebody thinks I'm personally attacking them, when 
honestly, I'm just speaking from my mind. I'm not pointing my blame at you. I'm not saying you are the cause. I'm not saying that, you know, you did it. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that, you know, you don't have the right. Or I'm not saying that you don't have a right to f fucking speak. I don't, I, you have a right to speak. I have, I'm an idiot. I'm a caveman. I don't like to speak out. Um, I'm very personal. When I speak out, it's it's because of my own personal experiences. Um, and I've lived through a lot that, you know, a lot, a lot of people would say, you know, is... personally damaging um but i know who i am uh, and hopefully through the throughout the podcast you will understand that you know i'm just a man sitting down with his friends and recording the conversation that's all i'm doing i'm literally reaching out to my current friends right now and seeing if they even want to be on the thing But, you know, sometimes people just show up in your life, like Triple J did, and randomly, you know, say, hey, how's it going? How, how are you doing, old buddy? Like, I was thinking about you. And, you know, it, it means a lot to somebody to do that. And for him to do that today was... personally appeasing for a man that you know is struggling with identity you know a man that's struggling with um anger you know a, a man that's struggling with personal loss um death has followed me a lot through my life um Everywhere I turn is death. Um, recently, my uh, my grandfather passed away. And to think he was in Edmonton. When he could have been, you know, just an hour's drive. Growing up, I never knew my grandfather. I didn't like him. I told my dad at a very young age, I don't like this man. So, what did my dad do? Pick me up. Said, okay, we gotta go. That was it. I don't remember the man. I don't remember his face. I don't remember his influences. 
But, unfortunately, that man has given me something that, you know, I can't live without. Unfortunately, my, you know, my head office is, you know, my brain. And I overthink a lot of situations and a lot of conversations and I always look down on myself and throughout COVID I've been, you know, neglecting myself. And I said one day, you know what, this is it. Either you're going to, either you're going to be the man you were going to be, or you're going to be a piece of shit. And it started a lot longer than I think. Um, I think it started on one date, but actually if I think back, it started on another date. And, you know, the aspects of what I was trying to fix were ongoing. Um, issues kept arising. Um, moving is a very hard thing. I've had to move throughout my life. Um, moving is very hard. Especially if you're a young kid don't understand, especially if you build a friendship with anybody, whether it be one, two, three, five, twenty, twenty people you could be friends with. And then you just have to up and leave just like that. It, it really severs some ties. Um, I've moved throughout my life. Through no cause of my own. I was just following my leadership. I did what my leadership said. I didn't get anywhere. I started doing what I was doing. Then I started getting somewhere. You know, and then that throughout, you know, focusing on myself for years upon years upon years, you know, everybody used to call me selfish. Everybody used to call me an asshole. Everybody used to call me, you know, a piece of shit. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, the only person that, you know, you need to worry about is you. And throughout COVID, it's been ringing throughout the whole fucking time. It's just focus on yourself. Focus on yourself. Like, this time that we're given is a God-given blessing right now. It's just time to you know that we needed to be with our goddamn families like all we do is go to work and come home go to work and come home so what you have to sit at home for fucking six months so what if you gotta sit at home for another fucking two weeks like oh well oh fucking well stop fucking complaining about it and just do it I don't enjoy listening to people day to day 
while I'm walking down the street complain about it. I'm not saying anything. You shouldn't be either. If you have a negative thought, just keep it to yourself. I don't want to hear that shit. If you have something nice to say or something positive, let me hear it. But if you got nothing good to say, I don't want to fucking hear it. And, you know, being an aspiring comedian, trying to, you know, start out in the comedian life, it's hard. Um, I've gone back to school, you know, to try and get, you know, another more solid plan B job. Um, I, I am already a licensed collision bodyman. Um, I do fix cars. I, I, you know, I've done it for five or six years. Um, but I mean, that's just a passion of helping people. People get hurt in cars. I've got hurt in cars. Um, I've had, you know, multiple collisions in my life, whether it was my doing or, you know, my leadership. Um, or, you know, no fault of our own, just, you know, the asshole that's coming up too fast on your ass end and just can't stop and just slam. Um, that's why I'm going into the field I am. I'm going into physiotherapy. Um, a lot of people are probably going to question me, why am I going back to school at 26? Well, I mean, why not? Fuck it. Like, I'm young. My leadership is, you know, fuck, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s. Like, I'm looking at these people and I'm like, what are you doing with your life right now? I'm at the same place you are. We're all at home. We're all going through the same fucking thing. The whole world is. It's a world pandemic. It's not just Canada's pandemic. It's not just America's pandemic. It's not just Mexico or China or fucking Italy or fucking, you know, throw a dart. Like, shoot. There's too much diversity. I don't like the diversity between good and evil. Um, I've I've had you know really personal people um, say some really fucking mean shit to me lately. Um, really hurtful shit. That you know I'm going mentally insane. Well. Is it me that that's going mentally insane or are you going mentally insane? Who's projecting who? I really try and empathize with the other person. I'm very understanding. If you find out my real name and, you know, message me a nice message over my personal account, then do it. But if you're going to be a fucking asshole that finds out my real fucking name just to fucking put my name through shit, I don't need you in my life. I need good people in my life, and I've surrounded my like, the surrounded myself with people that I trust. Both, you know, mixed ages, mixed races.
And if you know you need somebody of counseling, if you need somebody to talk to, if you need, if you ever need anything, um, don't be afraid to reach out. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Um, it isn't a sign of weakness. Asking for help could, you know, actually be beneficial. Um, throughout COVID, I've been, you know, doing some self-reflection, doing some self-prayer, doing some self-meditation. Um, I think everybody needs to do that. It's just find who you want to be. I know who I want to be. I know what I stand for. And I think I stand for a pretty genuine cause. It's not, you know, it's not left. It's not right. It's, uh, it's the middle. It's the yellow. Uh, I don't like to mix colors. I don't. Colors are colors. Words are words. Vowels are vowels. Pronouns are pronouns. I'm a man. If you want to be a woman, be a woman. If you want to be a man, be a man. If you want to sit there and tell me I'm a piece of shit just because you don't feel like you're the best fucking thing, you're the problem. You're the negativity in this world that we don't need. If you have something nice to say, fucking say it. I want to fucking hear it. Because you know what? It's it's the nice things that I want to hear. It's the nice things that, you know, go amiss. It's the small gestures. It's the genuine conversations. It's the genuine conversations between passings of two people of, you know, genuine intellect. Right? Use common sense. Everyone I meet, it's it's just a new it's a new adventure. I don't know where you're gonna take me. Take me somewhere. I don't know. Throughout the days that I've you know been building my life throughout COVID, I've I've made some moves. I've made some you know suggestions. I've made some you know. Friends have made some enemies. I, uh... I don't live with regrets. Um, I know this is episode three. Um, JJ, well, Triple J was the... He was just on, um, but I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it for a little personal spin. Um, he dipped out about, you know, 210. I've had you for about 16 minutes, 17 minutes-ish. I don't know where we're going in life. I'm going to philosophize, philosophize, <laughs> um, speak about philosophy. 
to a new podcast that you're just coming into. I already have three episodes. Um, this would be the third. Uh, this one's a little longer than the past two. Um, past two were an hour and a half. I mean, this is now an hour more. If you've made it past to this point, honestly, fucking thank you. Um, thank you for listening. Um, if you want to share it with anybody that, you know, you, you think needs to hear good, positive shit, you know, and just laugh for a little bit, recommend episode three. If you want to, if you want to hear fucking politics, you can go to episode two. If you want to hear, you know, just a genuine conversation between two buds, episode one. If you actually want to hear what, you know, I am and, you know, what I stand for, then listen to the trailer. I, uh, the things I stand for are, you know, genuine. I don't like to hurt people. I don't like to hurt people that are close to me. I live in fear of, you know, making a name for myself and then, you know, fucking up. You know, being viewed as in a negative light. Never want to be viewed in a negative light. I just want to help people. Whether, you know, that be out in the limelight or, you know, down in the shadows. I don't fucking give a shit where it is. I just want to help people. Um... I went through some dark shit in my past, and, you know, I understand. There's some shit you just don't want to say. And that's just, you don't have to say it. You don't have to fucking, you know, speak about your personal shit. You don't have to. That's why I dislike social media. That's why I don't go on it very much. I only like a few posts here and there. Um, I enjoy Instagram a lot more. I do most of my interactions on Instagram. Um, I've reached out to, you know, some really significant people. And, you know, they've actually, you know, reached back. And it's surprising when you get a reach back. Whether it be a like, whether it be an acknowledgement, whether it be a reply. Um, I've tried to reach out to some significant people. Um, maybe not in the best way, but I mean, I tried. Didn't hear anything back. Oh well. They have lives. When I go on Twitch, I, you know, 
It's just entertaining. Honestly, it entertains me for maybe 20 minutes. If I have a good conversation in a, in a chat, then I'll stay. But I mean, Twitch is not something I stay at. I like to keep to myself. I'm very uh, to myself, but I'm not introverted. I like people. I like being around people. I like to socialize. I don't know what it is. I just like being around people. Building a good sense of community is, is, is an important thing to me. Um, I don't know where I get this passion from. Maybe it's because of we actually covered politics in, in you know, elementary school. And, you know, um, I would get a lot of flack because I would choose left instead of right. And it's because I went right instead of going left that, you know, a lot of conversations were negative. A lot of situations were negative. But, I mean, I can't control that. That's, you know, the past. It's only what I can do now that, you know, changes that. As, uh, I can only work on myself. I can only work on this podcast. I can only work, you know, within my means. Um, and within my means are, you know, what am I doing? Am I okay? And, you know, am I hungry? Am I thirsty? Am I, you know, do I need to take a shit? Do I need to fucking, you know, piss? Do I, do I need to go fuck somebody? Like, you know, I look, I look to uh, our leaders, and I got, I got a good general gist of what's going on. Whether that general gist is uh, left or right or, you know, straight down the fucking middle, like it usually is, um, is in the view, in the views of the, you know, in the eyes of the beholder. Like, you, if you, if you listen this far and, you know, you're listening to me ramble on for fucking, you know, another ten minutes, then, you know, I appreciate it. I appreciate, you know, you listening. Listening to me ramble. But, I mean, I'm just a fucking idiot that, you know, is just sitting in front of his fucking laptop speaking into himself. I make fun of myself constantly. That's the only, the only thing I know how to do is, you know, make fun of myself. Sometimes I'm a little bit fucking more blunt, and sometimes, you know, I'm a little bit more, you know, conservative. Is how I want to approach the situation. Are are and how are you speaking to me? What's your body posture? You know. What's your facial structure? Are you mad? Are you sad? Are you you know? Are your eyes wide? Are your eyes you know closed? Are you well not closed but I mean like. Okay, baked people would understand. They're there, but I mean, it, they're not there. 
You understand or you don't understand. It's like that point when you're walking home, like all drunk as shit, and you can't fucking walk. But I mean, you're looking forward. But I think you're looking for. But you think you're looking forward. But you know, you're going side to side. Like that's the kind of gist. I miss genuine conversation. I miss laughing. I miss, you know, reaching out to my friends and not hearing, you know, bullshit. How are you feeling? Oh, okay, so you're feeling like shit, so you're going to make me feel like shit. Awesome. I don't agree with the pandemic. I don't agree with locking people away. It's essentially what you're doing. Is you're locking, you know, families that need to be together, need to be together. And, you know, work out their shit. But, I mean, you can't force people into counseling when they don't want to counsel in the first place. That's like shoving politicians in a fucking room that don't want to be with each other. Huh, I wonder what the fucking House of Commons is. Uh. Like, obviously, it's just fucking people that, you know, have their own agenda and, you know, they, they don't care. They don't care to know all of the information. And it's, you know, sometimes the gift of knowledge is just... Knowledge is powerful. It's beautiful. It's it makes you think a different way. It makes you, you know, being open-minded is is a, also another skill that you can learn. I call it a skill because you know, like anything, is a skill. You know, flicking, the skill, whistling, skill. You know, doing handstand, skill. Fuck. Doing a martial art, skill. Personally, I do one. Um, and, you know, that martial art has, you know, taught me a lot. And uh, I'm very blessed to have had the teachings I've had, you know, indirectly and directly. Um, I'm going to take the next... <sighs> ah, fuck it. I'll cut it off at 245. How about that? 245 I'm going to take the next little bit and you know speak personally um, because that's what we need to hear is personal opinion my personal opinion is COVID is COVID COVID sucks but I mean it's there it's like your fucking ex-wife. It's there. You want to deal with it, but you don't want to deal with it. Um, or, you know, for, you know, the, the females that are listening. It's like, you know, your ex-husband that's an idiot. Who's the moron that left you? Um, if it's the other way around, then, hmm. Maybe it's him. Or maybe it's you. Who knows? No, that isn't a personal attack. Me speaking personally. I appreciate all the people that I have in my life. I, uh, 
I speak to very few day to day. There's very few I speak to on a constant basis. I mean, the love of my life. She will always be my number one. She will. She's stuck through me through a lot of fucking shit. And I mean, a lot of fucking shit. Is I'm, I'm, she, for whatever fucking reason, she wants to still be with me. For whatever fucking reason. Um, I've told her multiple times she can leave, but, you know, it's, it's like an itch that just won't go away. Um, it's a rash. But, I mean, she's not a rash. She's the best rash I've had. She's a thing I love. She's the most amazing woman that, you know, has chosen me. You know, it's, it's, it's kind of nice to be chosen for once. I was always that kid that uh, wasn't chosen right away. I was always that smaller kid, that smaller, scrawny kid. But I mean, now that I'm six, six one, man, and almost like 155 pounds, I I look to the people that are above me, and I'm like, these guys aren't, you know, being truthful. What they're saying on TV, yeah, they're saying on TV, but I mean. Behind the scenes, are they actually that way? Are they like the person they project? Or are they, you know, a fucking piece of shit that I don't want to fucking know? That's why I'm scared to even, you know, be famous. Because I don't want to know the person that is, you know, good in my eyes. Like, are the people actually good? Kanye West. Will Smith. Um... You know, Sylvester Stallone, Arnold Schwarzenegger, um, you know, fuck, who else? Um, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, um, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Undertaker, well, obviously listening to Undertaker talk last night, Whew. wow, I, wow, I want to listen to the conversation again. Um, so, I mean, I'm a little bit short, but that's all I gotta say. I mean, what else is there more to say? I've covered everything. On the intro, I covered race. I don't care what fucking race you are. I don't care. You're a fucking person. If I treat you with respect, you're going to treat me with respect. And that's just how it's going to be. So, this has been Mixed Circles Podcast. This has been episode three. Um, a personal view and, you know... A little bit of uh, Triple J for you. Um, you know, first half was like Triple J. You know, last half was just personal opinion. Um, if you are here still listening to this, thank you. Um, 
I appreciate it. I appreciate you listening. Please share it with your friends. Rate. Um, follow on Instagram. Follow the Twitter. Uh, I got an Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. With no videos, but I mean, I got a YouTube. I mean, just hit it up. Drop a follow.